Welcome back to the only show that breaks down, cracks up, skews, and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm the man-child, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 391. Ah, yes, 391, Eric. You know that on the show, you're my bias. Did you know that? And I'm, I'm, my, own, that means. I'm my own bias breaker. Did you know that, Eric? Here that we is. are. Weird Science, Eric. This is the official, unofficial podcast of Weird Science. What is it, dot com? I don't know, Eric. I don't know what's going on now. You threw me off with your man-child nonsense. It's what you did. But hey, everybody, welcome to the show. This is going to be a pretty quick one. And because of that, I kind of expect maybe some new ears on it, right? Some people listening in, Eric, because it's not 19 hours long. So welcome all of them. And when you get into that, you listen once, you're part of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, boop, (laughs) but. I was thinking about it this week, and I really do think, and this is going to be a callback. It's not, you know, weird after dark or nonsense like you you used to want to go. But you did at one point, you wanted to have, you know, a nickname for people who listen. We ended up with Get Fresh Crew, but that's not individual enough. It really isn't. When I'm thinking about the idea, we have to keep saying a member of or whatnot. I think we're going to go back to what you used to want to have of the weirdos, Eric. The weirdos, Jim. But I think, and I was thinking of this today. And I think it's going to be weird dash O's. That that's the ticket right there. So Dougie Fresh sue you? Maybe (laughs) I'm going to end up working this. I'm workshopping this. We're going to see how it sticks. But welcome everybody here, part of the Get Fresh crew. Oh, you weirdos! You better be ready. See, it works. It works out. (laughs) We're going to be going through a bunch of books on this holiday week. Where DC, it's a weird deal too, because DC decides well the holidays are coming up. So let's you know. Ease back a little and then shove that shit at the end of the year because next week we have a ton of books and it went opposite at Marvel. Marvel threw all theirs out this week and then you have the deal. So it's a little flip flop crisscross applesauce deal. But when we go through this, I do think it's going to be a pretty quick show, but hopefully it'll be a fun one for all you weirdos out there. Dash O's. That's the problem. Is I'll, <laughs> I think I'll, you really just want to make a cereal out of this. Is all, that's all you want. I actually thought of that. One of my least favorite cereals. The, the the whole deal with that cereal is I, I see it and I want to eat it like I think it's going to be good that time. And it's just middle of the road. It's not awful. <laughs> this middle of the road. weird. I mean, that, that cereal, all it is is somebody got a Cheerio and got a bunch of granola shoved in the middle. And like, hey, let's make it a cereal. I'm like, that's not what working What if you took that granola me. and wrapped it around the Cheerio so it's all on the outside? And you oh, still have my that? God. Oh. Uh, you would. You'd have more of an O because that's just getting o, Applejack. That's the best is they say, we're going to call it O. And they're like, but it's not an O anymore. You filled it up. Okay, put an H there. It's O. And that's what I do. Tanya goes, we got cereal. <laughs> o. Oh. Say, and then I'm like, get it out of here, throw it in the front lawn. I don't grape have a nuts. Big, very big <laughs> grape nuts. The, the worst thing, they ain't great, but you're nuts if you buy them. It's the craziest deal, Eric. But yeah, hey, everybody. They don't taste like apple. No, they don't. They, 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 that's bad cereal. That's dental work. Just asking, bad. like, if you, oh, it's not good. Any cereal that doesn't have any sort of, you know, potential to float at any point, it's not great. That, that is my. Go to Eric is floating. You need a floater now and again. I haven't now had one of those down. in years. In years, Eric. I don't need a lot of greens, as they call them. But hey, everybody, welcome to the show, an official, official show. And if you want to follow us all around, see what we're up to, we'll be down at the malt shop probably about Wednesday at five, but also on Twitter at Weird Science DC. Also, you can go, and if you do follow us there, we'll follow you back 100%. 
go to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com. Remember it at that time. And then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can become part of the Get Fresh crew, <laughs> but also be a weirdo. <laughs> That's the other thing, too. I thought that we painted ourselves into a quarter by now of having to yell stupid things after the Get Fresh. You don't have to. Yeah, I, I can't stop it. Right? You can't stop it. You can't stop the music. But yeah, all of rock. that going on. And one of the big things over at the Patreon each and every week, including this week, we end up doing a Patreon Spotlight, which is an exclusive podcast. Two books picked by the baddest of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, boop, a lot of categories. The big bad weirdos. The big bad weirdos. I mean, they're the weirdos, right? (laughs) And they get to pick a lot of things that we do, and they do pick the two books. And this week, they ended up picking Bat Cat, the Batman Cat Woman book, number nine by Tom King, and then also Nubia, and the Amazons, number three. What Eric thought was his Wonder Woman book probably still is, but was a little down on this. He's waiting for his spring event, the trial of the Amazons. He can't wait. With bated breath. But yeah, you can go and listen to those. That's about an hour long and a bunch of other shows as well, including I did a solicit show, the DC Comics March Solicits. I did that today as well. So a lot of things over there. Check it out. But back to the badass weirdos of the Get Fresh crew. This just flows. I, I don't doesn't want you it, going tonight. Doesn't it go? I'm t- what I'm doing is pick we, a already, flavor. Just we, pick already, a flavor. we already recall you have levels. I have been drinking since we started recording and we did our spotlight before this. I was drinking the Death Wish coffee. Oh. I, think it's, I think it's gotten to me. thing is, I was <laughs> I really, really excited for me. Like, You've been drinking? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I've been drinking. Yes. I still haven't taken that medicine. I, I can't sleep. Now, again, I'm not going to sleep tonight, right? Unless you come over, big guy. Well, why would we sleep? <laughs> because you're boring. Uh, that's why that's what i'm saying i was throwing shade you're still my bias though don't worry don't know also, what that means. also what we need is a lot of times so we, need, uh, we need like a couple name Jameric. would that be good a Jameric. Uh, you've been thinking way together. too hard about this Jameric. hashtag that's my you're my boss you end up where we do all that st- i don't even know what i'm talking about now the badasses eric and this is their roll call uh uh yeah no. uh yeah, you say. I'm, I'm trying. I don't know what happened to the badass rock. Jacob Benson, Ronnie G. Comics and Pop Reviews. Ted Probst, I love Punchline. For that. So do you. Michael S., Forrest Pauly, Cam, Joseph Watch, Stick, Matt, Razor, Dr. Matt. He goes by in some circles. D-Man 3000, Lady Abby, and Lord Andy. Matches Balone, Niels T. Wart. David Fink, Joey Bartasco, Stephen Baum, Jason Colby, Sue 42 to you and me, Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic Boom Rocky, Cellar Dweller, Mark Jager, Algin Stoja, Nick Adams, Bill Bear of the Bat Pod, Ruben, Carlos, Loma of Marv, Luke Hollywood, he's sleeping, Simon, Luis, we'll hear from later, Scott Mann, Ship Scott, <laughs> Scott. Andrew Belfast, Swanee Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, my man Pete from OIC, Batman Beyond Mark, our man Rob Lewis, Brandy Murray up there in Buffalo. This team finally won a game, Merrick. He's a little happier as uh, a result of that. And double A-Ron in Minnesota. What up, A-Ron? And the all-time great Reggie. See, Eric, I did it all. I did, did it, it all perfectly. I wish if wrong term was around, I'd love him to do that. 
he struggled so much through that roll call, but well, how, how much fun? He's that? not the only one. That is true. Every <laughs> week we, we do it. Every week it's a struggle, but that's my struggling, Eric. But we're going to go up now because we have a bunch of books, not a ton, but we have some big things going down, and we'll be back with those. Yes, and here we are with Jim and Eric's reviews. Uh, thank God Harriet does not have to hear the Heyman song. Eric, though, if we would have put Catwoman in the first section, maybe I would have thrown it in. Little mention of little mention of the magistrate in there. Enough for me to squeeze that enough. in one last time. There is something in the Catwoman book when we talk about it that I'm going to mention that I was right all along. You have to. You'll have to figure out what that is by then, Eric. What I said is it like you, a, a test because n- nobody can actually be right because you've never been right about anything? That is not true, Eric. At one point, I said that you were a nice guy. Oh, wait a minute. You're right. <laughs> never right. Now, the idea that the magistrate is considered government at the one point. I didn't see that. I did chuckle at the idea that you and I discussing about the yep. idea of private sector versus government. It made government. me laugh. It made me laugh. And I'm like, I kind of, at the end, I kind of went with you. And I'm like, I should have stuck to my guns here. <laughs> because they did say that. I'm like, all right. You weak-willed fool. Look what I did to you. I just like to move on, Eric. I like to have us get along, right? Because if I get upset, that review turns from 15 minutes to 30 minutes of nonsense. Uh, but here we are. And I, I think that we'll probably agree with most of the books tonight. Might have a little bit of a back and forth in the cat one when we get to it, but we're going to start with the big book here. And if you want to end up reading reviews of these, you know, the written word, who would who would have thunk it, Eric? Go over to our website at weirdsciencedccomics.com where you can chuckle at our curse words, pop culture references, and maybe our headers, Eric. And that isn't sexy. That is actually a term. But we're going to start with the big book of the week. And it should be big. I don't. I still don't hear people talking about it. It's the just big League Incarnate of the week. Yeah, it's just League Incarnate, and this is issue number two. And the oh, weird five. thing about it is, it's weird. Yeah, it's five. I know. I ended up when I was talking the solicits, and I mentioned I was reading the solicit for number five. I'm like, what is this? A Marvel book? What are you doing over here? But again, who knows anymore? What does five mean? You're the one who's trying to crack the code. You're, you Look, end up. I being, just said seven means hyper time. The end. Okay. That that's all you're gonna go that's with. You're not it. gonna give me anything. I thought you were the Rosetta Stone of freaking timeline stuff and all. But you end up where this Just League Incarnate and oh that might blurb, right? And we'll laugh at that, Eric, because it's probably pretty hilarious. I don't no. remember. But 
you get into this issue, and I like last issue a little more than you did. So obviously I want the fun train to keep going. And you get to this issue, and this issue felt weird. This issue felt like it took a swerve for me. And I'll I'll talk about it in my blurb of what the swerve is. But I have a feeling, I don't know, you, you already gave a little inkling that you're not that hip on this issue. And I really thought that I was going to be the one who was down on this one. We were going to flip-flop. That might not be the case, uh, no. what you said. No. Uh, Just League Incarnate number two. Written by Joshua Williamson, and I'm still going to go with Denny Colver because that sounds so much cooler than Dennis Culver. Just saying there. Art by Kyle Hotz, Andrea, Andrea Brisson, Paul Pelletier. See, there's a theme. Norm oh. Rapman, hi fi. These poor and people. Neplutano. Are you thinking about the, the people who I'm saying their names yeah. or the new listeners? You know what? Uh, or both. both. Joshua Williamson and Denny Colver. Uh, go a bit Grant Morrison-y by way of Scott Snyder. Don't stop Grant morrison Yeah, and it, it, but it feels like the hey Snyder guys, Morrison. Morrison. Well, here you go. Yeah, and and again, that's what we said a lot in metal what and about death story? metal. Yeah, Grant Morrison. Hey, wee oui, wee. Oui. That's what I say. Wee oui, wee oui on the story. And in it, everything but the kitchen sink feeling issue. While I still love seeing the multiversal characters, big things continue to happen with little explanation. And by the end, it looks like our heroes are defeated and done for, just like in metal. It, it ends up throwing an eye-rolling appearance by the Batwoman who laughs. Oh, God, I hate you. And I, I'm, I'm worried this story is going off the rails. And I, that's not something that I want to have happen. This is not one of those things of like, oh, look, I told you so. Or hey, I thought I've been enjoying this Infinite Frontier stuff. This, you know, obviously the Infinite Frontier. Many going into this Just League Incarnate, this should be the big book. And I've been pretty much championing it as, you know, why isn't DC telling people more about reading this? This should be the big thing that leads to the big, big thing. And this one takes a swear for me. It takes a weird deal of let's just throw stuff at people where I thought the first issue was fun enough, but now it feels like let's crank it to 11, but not a story behind it. And I, that's not something that I, I want to have happen. It really does feel like it's gone off the rails. You start off, though, where we left off. You end up having Calabac, you have Grail attacking. I wish there was more of a call-out to Grail for people who may not be aware of who she is because she's not a, you know, front-line, big-name What are you talking about? She was God. heading up the dark side war a bunch of years ago. The bunch of years. But, again, a lot of people who jumped on with Rebirth would have seen her and stuff like that, but more not in this vein where a lot, a lot of people – stuff. Yeah, but a lot of people think of her, oh, that Wonder Woman girl was in that – Prison, you didn't really connect fully. The like I told you last time, I'm still waiting for you know Darkseid's other son Graven to show up, who we haven't seen in freaking what twenty years now. Yeah, really. So you end up in this big attack is going down while you know our heroes start arguing with Orion because Orion says I have the plan. Orion has come this. to the House of Heroes. He plans on taking this freaking like this concoction of the multiverse right here, the the place built by the, the monitors. As his weapon against Darkseid because he knows that his father plans on using it as a weapon against the multiverse itself. Exactly. So what he's going to do is, and they even say, what, you're going to turn the House of Heroes into a battering ram? Because it's basically like, let's get this done with. Let's take it off the board. Let's get so Darkseid can't do what he's going to do. But then you explain it with, well, I'm going to connect my harness here. And this is the thing. We've already had a little wonkiness with even Avery and the crack and 
and all that nothing's being explained it's just being well, thrown it's a at idea you idea where you have the crack to the other multiverse that barry allen cracked open with dark yeah, side with the great darkness to the, the like the great darkness and stuff like that the primordial darkness and the whole thing now we had to move the cracks so dark side couldn't happen and now we have to move the house of heroes so dark side can't get that and it's just going to become dark side going from place to place our heroes going from place to place and like while half of our heroes are running after the crack. The other half of our hair is going to be running away from dark side. It seems like, or just dark side, like, you know, Calabac and grail or stuff like that. So you have this whole front where we just have characters chasing after other characters and it's just going to become the monkeys or Benny Hill, or we're just going to have freaking people I like going Benny in. Hill, but yeah, you go. you're going to have doors opening. You look out. That's constantly. more the monkeys though. I like the monkeys where they're in the hallway. Yeah. Doors open. Then, then the next thing, you know, the door opens and it's like Calvin and dark sides. We should Scooby be together. Yeah. I like when the, and they the look people at each are other, together. Yeah. Ah, and they go off. Yeah, and because and, and that is my problem here. And the weird thing about it is having this being the second issue of the second mini, and it already feels like the story is running dry. That you just are going to go back because when you start doing things of okay, I'm going to chase you here. Whoopsie, we're going to put it over there. That's not much of a story, and it feels like this ends up being less of an important story and more of a hey, look at these characters. Hey, look at that. You got Dino Cop. Hey, that's from Earth 41, the image thing. We'll even go back to that by the end. And even that, when you then separate the heroes so they're at different places, so that extends things. And it, it just didn't feel right. Well, and that's not like a to weird scavenge hunt because here. instead of going after the crack now, they're all going to have to go after the crack. But first, we have to find each other. So it's going to be a scavenger hunt to find our other heroes to then scavenger hunt to get to the crack and just find out whatever world that went to. Yeah, and that's what you get. But at the one point, they ended up, they all jumped, our heroes that we're, we're dealing with. Mostly, they end up going through that portal, that boom. Chasing after, chase dark after Dark Side with Dr. But, Multiverse. But gets wonky, and they don't go where Dark Side went. They end up on it's Earth a, it's 13. A, it's a convoluted explanation of going to the Earth 13, the freaking supernatural realm of the, you know, the multiverse itself, where you have the League of Shadows instead of the Justice League and stuff like that with Super Demon and Hellblaze. There's a lot of the pretty, like, you know, exaggerated versions of like hell uh vertigo characters and stuff like that and even the passwords backwards vertigo that's exactly. fun that, that that's a little fun. bit of fun even when you have you know the the 90s fate for the doctor fate in here whole thing like he's still the the, the fate doctor fate of this universe but this whole thing is we have them going to this dark place and they try to explain the reason that hey dark side should have been right in front of us why isn't he here well, you got to understand, this is a supernatural realm. Shit gets weird with the shadows and the light. So it separated them physically from the shadows to put the other person in place at a different plane of existence while you're over here. And I'm like, you just couldn't be there when Darkseid was there. We have to move on. Don't You You tried, but I don't I don't care. Stop. And it's, it's as wonky as things like, oh, the thin membrane of the Phantom Zone. It, get, it gets really wonky. And like you said, don't I don't mind being on Earth-13. I think it's pretty fun. It's fun yeah. I, I like seeing the characters. and But by the end, this does feel more like this issue, especially you even get the hand, the empty hand at one point you see you, you have this deal where it feels like multiversity light suddenly instead of being a big story oh, totally here feels multiversity that will push light. It, it feels like, hey, everybody, did you read that multiversity? You did. You didn't. Well, get this. I was even getting feelings of that last issue when we were at Angor, and I'm like, I hate Angor and dealing with all that stuff. I'm like, and then, all right, we're going to go world to world. And then even that multiversity had some cool things because the main story was very convoluted with the empty hand. The multiverse that existed before our own, the empty hand, and the gentry have already destroyed. 
and you're going to go to the thing that was cool about the multiversity is you got to have a guidebook that you got to see how the map worked, where the the universes were in the multiverse, but also you had the individual issues that showed you a cool story within them. That was the highlight. Grant Morrison's over the top story was a detriment to its own series. Yeah, it, it was funny because, yeah, really, there were the big story, and then these t- the tie-ins were where it was at, and it was fun. And, and now we have our ship, and it flies through the bleed using, st- like, you know, musical notes. And I'm like, look, I understand it's fun. It's it's a little bit, you know, esoteric, but it's kind of fun. But when you think too much about it, it's like, it's a little woo-woo. <laughs> and so with that, and I said, multiversity light, but it's also a little bit of that idea because – Multiversity comes out Then Scott Snyder He's going to do metal and death metal That seemed to be You know parts of that Ship it watered down a bit Then you get to this And we've had enough of that And the thing about this issue It feels desperate to me It feels desperate to get people Oh my god Did you see what that did Oh my god And by the end When you get the Batwoman who laughs And you even say Oh man I thought we got rid of the Dark Multiverse Oh get this She's actually from Earth 11 and then I just my she's, eyes rolled. She's I Kathy mean, I, Kane, the Batman, the Batwoman from Earth Eleven, who was then turned into the Batwoman who laughs. But while that's going on, you have Darkseid. He's fighting the Angel King, Asmodel, and with you know, and the Sheeta Queens on his shoulder right there. They're King and Queen. And hey, you guys oh, remember? Grant you guys, you read like Grant Morrison stuff, right? You like the Seven Soldiers of Victory? Here you go. And what, what does this do to the story? Oh, absolutely nothing. But you like Grant Morrison, don't you? And, and hey, the Batman who laughs sells, so the bad woman, but it's one of those weird things. And this is where, when you get that weird thing that goes on, and it goes on in anything, music, movies, whatnot, where you end up having somebody think that something's more popular than it is, because people are done, for the most part, in my mind, with the Batman who laughs. Yeah, I am too, but because you know what? That's yesterday's news. That was what, what we're trying to get away from that. We ended up having Scott Snyder leave. This is leave. Thunderdome. I'm trying to get beyond Thunderdome. I am. I'm trying to get way beyond Thunderdome. It's it's as if you want, you know, we wanted our universe, we wanted it to be spelled out, but you need some evolution going on here, and you're not. You're you're calling back the things that don't need to be called back for to do nothing for the story. Again, this idea of the Batwoman who laughs is there for wow factor only. It does not be because she's not in. If they ended up saying, oh, my God, there's something dark multiverse, the crack, what? No, no, no. It's just. Oh, she's from Earth 11, Aquaman recognized. It, it does and nothing. And the worst part is, the thing is, in my mind, if you have this, the Kathy Kane of that world is not Bruce Wade. Yeah, she would be like the bat, like the the Batwoman of that world. Like you, you think, like, but trying to figure how this works out. Just the idea, because you had the Batman who last was who was a nightmare version from the dark multiverse of a Bruce Wayne who got Jokerized, who became the Batman who won because he had no more inhibitions. But when you have this here, your event, your inevitably going to have a female character who's just not as good as the male character. I'm like, why would you do that? Because if you have the Batwoman who laughs, who is going to be just as good as the Bruce Wayne, then you're taking away from Bruce Wayne being a Jokerized Batman, but you're also saying you have another bat, like a Batman, Batwoman who laughs in the multiverse. And we can just go back and repeat what we just did with the Batman who laughs. You don't fucking need that. The weirdest thing, when I saw it, I thought it was going to be a, this weird setup of a reverse deal, uh, a crisscross applesauce, but even if it wasn't, why do you get at the beginning where Thomas Wayne is talking? He's talking to Calvin. He's actually the sensible Thomas Wayne, Batman, who says, you got to live a little. You can't just go That's through because this. because Calvin's it, it, got the hots for Dr. Multiverse, and Thomas exactly. like, you know what, you know, Cal, you're the president, you're Superman. You don't get a little much. You got to get some tail. I know. I know we're doing some mission stuff, saving the multiverse, but, you know, you got to go for you too, buddy. Yeah. And what does he say then at one point? He says, 
yeah, I got to see my son who I thought was dead. He's back to life. I missed some things. But then says, I didn't get that opportunity with my wife. And if you know the whole Flashpoint thing, things got really you know, horrible. Oh, and yeah, stuff where like Martha that. Wayne became the Joker of the Flashpoint timeline. Why didn't you have her coming back somehow and explain Dude, it? Have something it to deal? Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't this be a Batwoman who laughs that's actually Martha from that? Te- or just bring back the Joker Martha from that dead timeline in a because way that gets don't there. don't ever bring back that dead timeline because it doesn't make any sense. There's no reason it doesn't for Thomas make sense, to be but here. He's there and he's already there. You set that up and then don't do anything with it. This would have been a devastating thing for him. And it would have been more, I think that it would have been more of the wow factor than the Batwoman who laughs. Or if it was some sort of Joker version, not Just his, imagine but this, some though. version of her as Joker. If Tom, In Tom King's story where he made Flashpoint Batman all freaking terrible when he came to our world and stuff like that, and, you know, dug up Martha's bones, was dragged her through the desert to go and do Lazarus Pit nonsense with her. Imagine how, I, I right now, I'm already cringing because I don't like it because it just goes against, but along those lines, let's say this Thomas thinks he's doing good. He knows what he wants. He's got his boy back. He's going to like, we have to complete the mission. We're going to bring your mother back. And the, the insanity of coming back from the Lazarus pit and what, you know, seeing that her, what her son has become, that her husband's become something like that, that drives her in this world. This is the same. It's a different timeline for the Flashpoint, but it's the same world to become that Joker-esque kind of character. And this is what Thomas has done. Brought his wife something back to like break that. her mind. Wouldn't that be crazy? And and that would be... Bruce is never you, forgiving him if that was the case. You'd get something, though, from that. And you, you'd get some motivation to go forward as Thomas and, and all these things going down. But just throwing it out, even if it was because we have a new Omniverse supposedly being formed. So you can play around I with think that other just things means, as well. Hey, everybody, the Omniverse in your... Well, what's that? What's the... Everything. It's the multiverse you knew, plus the Omega Earth and Elseworld. Oh, okay. Because that's all we've dealt with. If we had something where all of a sudden we have a Martha Wayne Batman from some other place, or, you know, something, it seems set up that he, it's so obvious that something's going to happen, that he's going to get to see a Martha, but it might be, but you don't get that. You get the Batwoman who lost. Who is coming after the crack herself, and it just feels so out of place for everything we've done. It's just here's a Batman who laughs kind of thing and have fun with that, everybody. And I'm like, this does nothing for your story. What are you doing right now? Yeah, basically what this is, is you see some characters, you get interested in them a bit from the look and you might want to go off and see it. But the story itself is let's go to Earth 13 Figure some things out. The weird play. Yeah, this of, is kind of like the Oblivion Bar, but it's not. Isn't this? Yeah, fun? it's like that the the dark version of the Oblivion Bar. And hey, League look at me. I'm, I'm I'm Hellblazer Constantine. Don't get a drink or anything. Oh, let's get a look drink. Captain Kara freaking out of all the monsters around him. Yeah, and and so you go from there. You get Super Demon, which we love. Yeah, I Super mean, Demon's he's great. Yeah, he comes out. The and he's Tavern pretty of cool, Mystery. But, but what does he do? Because they end up having a seance, which all this is cool. Yeah, have a set. we're going to find well, out what Darkseid is. Even the idea of confronting do. fate because he had sold this planet out for Darkseid with, you know, Machine Head previously in the last, you know, event mini that we had. He was a part of that group. So when you have the showdown between our House of Heroes characters, Just League Incarnate, versus this fate and, like, the rest of his crew are talking about, this is all your fault. We didn't know that we were working for Darkseid, but you know what? He had a point. You people are the worst. And then you have Super Demon come up and freaking, you know, screw over fate right there and say, what's going on, Calvin? we got two Supermen like here now. one of those assholes that go and breathe the vape in his face. <laughs> Make me laugh. Uh, but yeah, so they're going to have a sand. Let, let's figure out where Darkseid is right now. They go through that wonky deal. Well, the black, dark and the light, you do this, you're here. We'll find out where he is. You can go follow the terror. All these things. So you end up where they sit down and they do it. All this, the concept is neat. 
It really is, but you're not doing anything at this point. It's all smoke and mirrors just to get to where Darkseid is again. Like you said, a scavenger hunt, and they do this. They they're on fire. They end up looking like they Their burn up, but they end up where. teleportation to where they go sets them on fire to get there. I'm like, that is the worst teleportation ever. It is. And and what's weird, though, is that it seems like it's being set up by the Earth-13 characters. They have no idea what's going on. They're going, that happened. That's a weird play. Which is funny, because you have the character from Doom Patrol, Mento, here, who's a part of this whole thing, trying to, like, trying to like do the whole, like, seance and stuff like that. But they call him Demento. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I did like it. <laughs> and so you end up where... You go, now we're there, dark side. We're in little teeny bits, and there, there's a big fight, but nothing is really Giant going Titan on. size Asmodal versus yeah. dark side with Which is Machina cool. Queen sitting on her shoulder. I'm like, it's, it's not cool because no, you it, just it have this is. as a background kaiju fight that means nothing to your story. You know what it looks like? And like I said previously, hey, everybody, Grant Morrison. It, uh, huh? You know what this huh? looks like? It looks like one of those fighting games where you have that background oh, yeah, you know, like thing injustice. going on. Yeah, Injustice, where you have things yeah, going on in the background that don't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter what, you know, anything. So they end up going and, oh my God, we got, and you get this little deal where you do have Dr. Multiverse. Listen, I don't know if we're going to be able to save Barry Allen. And it, it maybe to close I, up the crack. Seriously, you thought of you thought of Hal, right? Closing up uh, with all the Green Lanterns no, and that I third thought, army. Let's, I just, thought of let's that. just screw this over. We got Wally West back. Fuck Barry. He never should have came back to begin with. Maybe that's it. Maybe they think right now, maybe we'll get rid of Barry for and a while. But is, Avery Dr. doesn't Dr. want Dr. that Dr. Multiverse is all about the idea of doing this because it is for the greater good. And I agree. But, you know, President Superman, Calvin Ellis, he's like, we're heroes. We always find a way. And then I'm like, God damn it, President Superman, I'm with you now too, but yeah, I know. I agree with you both. We need to save the multiverse. You need to shut this crack down, make sure that Darkseid and none of his freaking cohorts are able to get to her, and possibly even something worse. Shut that down, because the one thing is, if you read Crisis on Infinite Earths back in the day, Barry Allen was dead for, what, 20 years? That boy came back. He'll find a way again. Let's just close this up, save the multiverse, and Barry... He'll find a way as well. Do you think they just leave at the end where Darkseid goes through, they close it up and Barry and Darkseid are in there? But the weird thing about this issue is that you get these weird callbacks. Things felt off. And I I did see some people in the Slack talking that maybe this was more Denny than Joshua Williamson. You know, they're co-writing and they said this didn't feel like the Joshua. I don't know. But. At points when you have Captain Carrot, oh my god, I'm so scared. There's ghosts here. And Avery goes, <laughs> you know Carrot. what? My guy, Barry Allen, he was around and he made me vibrate less. I wanted Captain Carrot to go, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what does that have anything to do with it? He's like, I'm shit my Barry pants Allen here. Sure sounds like a great guy. Sure is Captain Carrot. Sure Let's is Captain out. Carrot. Yeah, are you okay now? He's like, no, they're still going to stab me or stab me. I, the I still thing. think that they're both, you know, both the writers on this are worried that people don't know who Avery is because while she's been around for like a couple of years now and was prominent for a little while in the Flash series, it's not like she's a big name character. Fuck, she's just that the Flash true. of China and we only just say that because it was mentioned a while ago. She's just Avery. With that, we love Avery. We like her a lot and that is something and I say this all the time to me and you, you know, about the podcast and things. Sometimes I do end up thinking, okay, everybody's on the same page. So you're right and I guess they're doing that but is that the way that you go and say, oh, my God, I love Barry Allen now. There's their connection because they're afraid. There's a good guy, right? That Avery trying to save Barry and maybe even risking her life. Like, what is the motivation? But just being a flash is enough for me in that. And it just felt weird. And there were a couple times 
when these sort of things get even the idea of Thomas Wayne has to keep talking about this idea that he came back, I ruined my chance, I saw my boy, I told him that. Like, you keep mentioning that. You, you got to keep mentioning this because the thing it. is, they keep talking about it. I enjoy that. I like the friendship between President Superman and what Dr. Multiverse is now calling him Dr. Batman. I like that little back and forth there. Because you, you have to keep mentioning it because nothing that I saw during Tom's King run will make me believe unless you keep reiterating and make little turns here and there to make it seem better that Bruce and Thomas Wayne will ever have a relationship again because that Flashpoint Batman for what we saw in Tom King's Batman run, he is a through and through villain. Yeah, and why is it that a thing that we hated, now Manship Love, but Convergence had a better Thomas Wayne? He delivered John Kent. He's a it was great, great Thomas Wayne. Not anymore. But it's weird, too, because some people ended up, I saw some reviews, that they said, oh, they're they're making fun of themselves. by Like, they think that they named President Superman, like Calvin, because in this review it says, when she says, when he, oh, hey, uh, you know, Dr. Batman, and he's mad. No, he's mad because of his past and the whole doc. Like, it, it was fun. I, that part I didn't mind. Oh, yeah. Dr. Multiverse calling him Dr. Batman's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It was Dr. Multiverse. And, and so he's like, don't call me that ever again. It's nice. You know, the whole deal of giving that I call back. do now is call it President Superman and Dr. Batman world's finest. Yes. And even me and you kind of like we got upset a little about people not even knowing Calvin and just calling him President Superman. But you, you have all this going down. You get this big fight. They're trying to decide what they can do. And then boom. And I mean, boom, it comes up. Ha ha ha. Boom. And when I saw that, I'm like, what's going on? I look and you have the page. The Batwoman who laughs. My, I, I don't normally have very much reactions. I'd be the worst reaction video ever. You just see this ugly huh. guy just staring at things. Yeah, that's about it. Like, oh, but I, I actually rolled my eyes at least in this. I'm like, and shook my head. What, what are you doing? Why are, why are you, why do you feel desperate to get people to be excited about something? Because you can do that with a story. Not these wow moments. I have never like been this. less excited about something that I was excited about than when I saw this Batwoman who laughs. It really just like it was a gut punch. It it was. It took the wind right out of my sails. I liked last issue. I liked last issue a lot because I like the I concept said, and what the story the can be with these heroes and this multiversal threat. Darkseid being its fi- his final form. All of these are big cool ideas when you say them out loud. Now they. In the way of putting it together, it's not working out for me. And then when you do this, it's really not working for me. Well, and even that, when you ended up saying the big Titan fight, it that seems cool. Like if you say like that, people. it seems cool until yeah. But it's big. But with that last issue, when we talked about it, my big thing to you was saying, listen, usually DC events are a little darker than than over at Marvel. Marvel, like, and I said Secret Wars versus the Christ on Infinite Earth. And I thought that the first issue of one changed Justice comics, Incarnate, one was to sell toys. I got you. Yeah, and and but it was good in itself. It had different, you know, feels. And I, I thought, boy, this is maybe the idea of let's have a fun event. Like, you know, we ended up with Death Metal was really dark and and confusing at points. But this, it I was but now, but now this ends up just like you, you in one issue. You have really made me think that you don't have much going on here. And you're just going to try to be goofy and try to wow people with these things because, yeah, you have the multiverse at your fingertips. You have to do something with it, though, not just go, okay, we're going to have the bat moment. I just imagine where they're high-fiving. We did it, guys. No, you didn't. That That's just nothing. That, that pulls things back. It reminds you of other things, obviously, metal and death metal. 
that you're getting away from. This is supposed to be a new thing. And so they end up, and all it is is she's going to grab the crack, you know, the tear, the crack. But Dr. Multiverse is going to boom tube her away. And where are we going to send her? We're going to send her to the House of Heroes because the House of Heroes has the facility that they can capture her and keep her contained. But they're already doing their own stuff because they got a, they've got a parademon attack. They've got Calibac. They've got Grail on their ass. And they're trying to use a House of Heroes hooked up to, to Orion's Astro Harness to move it through the bleed. Get it the hell away from where that's supposed to be so they can use it as a battering ram, a weapon throughout the multiverse. Because just to keep it out of Darkseid's hands. I don't know how Dr. Multiverse is able to send the Batwoman to last there because it is moving, but now it's the House of Heroes who are there fighting against the Batwoman to last, and then the idea is, well, the, the freaking Parademons, Calabac and Grell, they broke through, the Batwoman to last here, we can't do shit, the Astral Harness is disconnected, oh my god, we got Harbinger, self-destruct sequence initiated, so we just have the House of Heroes barrel-assing through the freaking bleed, through the multiverse, and now it's going to explode. Yeah, and... The funny thing is there's that play that it's, well, first off, just, you know, get her in a sun or something, you know, because, uh, oh, I don't know. I can't teleport. I don't know where to teleport. I don't know the coordinates. Oh, no, no, no. It's a fixed thing. But you already it's know. Not. And I thought I thought this was going to be something. I thought it was going to be something weird, the idea of sending her She's like her in there. half or something yeah. or, you know, something where she's. That'll just, oh my god, it was funny because she's this big moment, and then two pages later, she's completely like in my mind, They had moved the House of Heroes like a few feet, so like you said, she fa- she's sent there, phases through, and she is halfway through a wall and just slides down in a heap of blood and guts. And just dies, and they're like, huh, that's weird. And then we'll laugh, like, oh, that's good. Actually, that would have been like, alright, that's what we want to have happen with this nonsense. But no, but like everything else, though, but like everything else that we talk about when we have just remade the multiverse. Everything is set back in place where anybody can play with any character they like because nobody's dead. You immediately in your second issue of this whole big thing dealing with the multiverse or omniverse, if you like, here's the Batwoman of Earth 11, Kathy Kane. She is now the Batwoman of last. You have ruined the Batwoman of that universe. Yeah. And now with that. I always we go to the fandom wikis, uh, you know, that they have for these issues and things like that. And I wanted to look to see if there was any characters I missed or whatnot. And they're, that wiki, which they're really on a lot of times, right? That they, they count as all of these heroes dead. That this actually well, did it explode. says kaboom at the end. Yeah, yeah. Now it says ka, and then boom, like a boom tube. So I thought maybe there's some hope that something happened. But agreed with that. It, the wiki says they are dead, well, and as far if that's as we the know case, right now, these bitches are dead. Yeah, I mean, really? Dino Cop? We hardly knew ye. Well, I'm saying Dino Cop, I don't give a shit about, but obviously, I like, Aqua Woman, I want her to yeah. live. Yeah, I mean, there's her. a bunch of, I mean, yeah. it would, Thunder, I know. I like Thunder. Kind of, kind of cool look. Go back but to yeah, Angler. even some of these as well, uh, even if it that. would be like a, seven, a grail, sure. and yeah, but yeah, the new guys, but you end up having them all fighting and you're going, but then, the big thing is that the, our heroes, they get dispersed. They are now in different parts of the multiverse. And the, the fun may be kind of figuring out where they might be. And, and two are pretty well spelled out. You know, you end up having at the end the Earth 41 deal, which is the image deal with, with Dino Cup from. That's where Captain Carrot is. Those characters, it's like Fletch. Well, it does look like you know, uh, Thomas Wayne, Flashpoint, Batman ends up in Captain Carrot's world of the zoo crew. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. If Avery show up in the pirate universe. 
I want to think, because we have Doctor uh, Multiverse and Calvin Ellis, President Superman, they show up in a world where they have no powers. And the only thing I can think of right now is Earth 15, I'm sorry, Earth Prime, or Prime Earth actually Maybe, says yeah. best, because in that world, the only uh, superpowered being there is, is Superboy Prime. And I don't know how that works, because I've seen other powers work on that world. The thing's been remade, but I'm only going with that idea because I know him to be the only superhero of that world or anybody it with is powers. crazy. And it could also be a crazy idea where you bring in, you know, Superboy Prime, who you believe had a great redemption in Death Metal. I disagree. But the universe was remade. He died. And then we had a remade universe. Would, would the redemption of Superboy Prime be something to where he becomes the hero he once was before Infinite Crisis? Or are we just freaking, you know, unplugging the bottle again and the evil genie's going to come back out? I'm, I'm going to ask you a question when they go through it. But it is Earth-41 is where Captain Carrot is. It's the image amalgam yeah. Earth. And there's Flintstein and Fletcher. Flintstein. You got Martian Manhunter yep. uh, with Bad And Rock, Green Arrow which, and Hawkeye. And Green Arrow. And, I'm sorry, and, no. Yeah, it's not, it's Shaft. Shaft. It's Shaft, but the same deal. And not Hawkeye. Then you have Earth-31 is, is the pirate yeah. planet. It looks like that drowned pirate deal. And yeah, I even have, uh, is that Earth-36 or Earth-26, Captain Carrot's deal? Because at first I ended up like, is it that or is it like an animated? And I thought, yeah, it's probably Captain Carrot Steel. But that's a big thing because that was completely obliterated in Death Metal. So that well, shows you the multi Well, I'm saying that shows you a lot of the things and they have come back. Uh, the thing is, where did Little Boy Manhattan go at the end of Doom? He went to the Watchmen Universe. Okay. And that would not maybe have. I'm telling you, I thought that we might get that. And that would be it like another one of these weird. You know, wow factors where they go and knock on a door and that little boy answers and maybe they get some wonkiness with that. I don't know. That was just the thing that popped in my mind. Like you said, it could be Superboy Prime's deal as well, but that seems to be a weird, you know, one that we'll have to figure out. I just trying to go with the idea because Dr. Multiverse and, you know, Calvin Ellis's powers are gone. And the thing is, I don't have a good explanation for that. I just want the idea. The first thing in my head was Superboy Prime. Like I said, I've seen powers be used on that world before, but I don't know how things work anymore. Yeah, and like I said, if it is Watchmen deal in a weird way, you know, powers are different. They, you know, they might not have. I don't know. We'd have to see. We'll have to see what he's playing with. Who knows? Because this is getting wonky and it's all over the place. But that's intriguing enough to Do see. They tell you know, you maybe your where DC they are. Wiki, where they think this no. is. No, okay. No, they don't say anything. They just say, and I was really hoping. Well, I'm pretty for sure that. they like at the end of that, like Doctor Manhattan dropped the little boy version of himself off. You know, the Clark that he called it over to Night Owl and uh, Silk Spectre's house. You know, for them to raise like that. So maybe we are there, but like maybe the idea that we they don't have their powers because you know this. Dr. Manhattan boy Clark maybe nullifies the powers for whatever reason because of that. And that is intriguing. It, is. it may not be either of the things Agreed. that we think, but that's what different. it's the weirdest deal because I swear, like, we'd have to go back and see what the house even like. If it's like that and they have a purple well, car, I don't remember in them, seeing crazy. The, the outside of it, but I remember him on no, the door. No, they were step. at the door. Yeah. And you might have been able to see, but whatever. But you say, again, you saying Superboy Prime and me saying, you know, Kid Manhattan. Those are two pretty big things. If they're one of the two, I, I'll be okay things. to see. Yeah, I'll, I'll be cool the with thing seeing is, you what even that talking means. about that Clark, you know, the Dr. Manhattan boy Clark, and who was, I believe, the uh, the son of uh, Mime and Marionette, who was then imbued with the powers of Dr. Manhattan as he sacrificed himself for the world. That's all that's left. So I would want to see what happens in a little epilogue version of what happened after Doomsday Clock, because that still like you know intrigues the hell out of me. Yeah, and now we say this, and they'll walk around, it'll be nothing. It'll be our Earth. You'll see Eric Shea there. 
walking around there with a some big asshole beard or some. It's gonna be funny. You get hit by a car, dead. I don't, I don't know why that's funny, Eric. It makes me giggle. Oh yes, but uh, what would you give this? Thing is, I did not have a lot of fun with this. It just seems like a little, like you know, wow kind of fact. Is like, hey, here's a character, here's a world, here's a character. It's just I'm looking for something bigger. The whole thing at the end here intrigues me with where President Superman and Doctor Multiverse could be. But the most of this whole thing, and even the House of Heroes, possibly blowing up. That's intriguing, but. These are two panels in a full-page book, and it does not do much for me. I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10, but the art I'm is giving it a 6 out. as well. And I like that it's one of those things, too. You have a lot of artists on it, but it makes sense. You go to different yeah. worlds, and I think all of them do a pretty good Earth job. 13 of uh, spooky and fun. I thought that Earth 13. Like, I was actually shocked you didn't get, like, a Liam Sharp. Earth 13 would have been pretty cool. Ooh, that pretty would cool. be more of his style, right? Uh, but, yeah, I'm a 6 out of 10 as well. I just hope that. It, reel this stuff in. I ended up like, in my review. When you look at this crack, the crack of the multiverse, it seems almost silly because it seems more of like a living lightning flash symbol than an actual crack to the other multiverse. And it just like, it doesn't have the impact. It almost feels like the idea it's of It's like the, something in Doctor Who. Exactly. Right? It feels like the season five thing with the idea it's of the crack like. that we have in that. And that's all it reminds me of. And like, that was a weird situation. And I don't want to see it played here where actually like the Batwoman who laughs is able to physically grab a hold of it. It feels yeah. weird. Yeah, that that makes it really the idea of it. Like, I don't know if it's metaphysically moving, but that idea that they're teleporting it around, I can deal with that. But when you grab it and like, I have the power and start going, I'm like, like crack I, I don't know what you're almost saying. feels like the speed force itself at this point. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it does. And that that could get wonky. Real quick, it always but, does. Yeah, I, I hope that it can kind of. And I said in my review, kind of not being mean, but maybe I, I just said that it feels like Joshua Williamson, if it's him writing most of it, whatever, or Denny Culver and both. They feel like tryhards here. Like you're you're adding things. It's almost like you're telling a story and you don't think that it's going well, so you start embellishing everything around it. And I know how that is, Sarah. But you end up where, like, that's what it feels like. Like, it, oh my god, I'm losing them. Hey, everybody, Batwoman who laughs? What? All right. Oh, they're back. I'm all telling right. you, I don't know how everybody else feels, but I have to assume through all the bullshit Batman and stuff that we got that this is the complete opposite reaction that they would have wanted for something like that. Like, if you need to wow somebody in the middle of your book to keep their keep their attention throughout the end, this was the wrong way to do it as it far was. as I'm concerned. Because you're you're done with that. That makes it feel so now you're just that. you're just grabbing onto the last thing that we are supposed to be going from and getting away from. And I, I don't need that. And then just to have to go, oh, no, the dark multiverse. Like, no, no, right no, it's now, not I'm that. trying to enjoy this book like it's my new girlfriend. And this Batwoman who laughs is my ex show. I've been ruining my goddamn night. Yeah, really. Or even just your new girlfriend starts acting like your ex, right? Saying things like, they is that all? Same. They all hate Are me. you done? <laughs> you don't need that. I thought it was going to change this time. You know what didn't change? Me, Eric. I'll never I'm change. the problem. I, that is you know, when you realize. I love those people like. I've been divorced eight times, and all of them were jerks. I think you might have a problem. Nightwing number 87 is next, Eric. You ready to throttle through this, baby? Written by Tom Taylor, art by Bruno Redundo, Adriano Lucas, and Wes Abbott. Damn, this story. A lot of times that throws some reviewers off, where they're like, they, they have no idea what they're doing. You know what did the getting when I was reviewing yeah. this? Oh, look at you. How many reviews do you have now? Ten trillion. I think right, even the idea because you had all that stuff going on in, in the uh, new age of DC heroes stuff like that, like Dan to D, like whatever oh, book yeah, it was, yeah, like yeah. Dan to D and so and so, or the storyteller. That would have like, been like 
sign no, or sideways is, or something. Is the, is the artist writing some of the book as well? And then we talked to V. Ken Marion was talking about the idea they were. of how they were sw- like switching things around and did different things and the idea of like, I'm going to draw this here and then you write the script to what, the, you know, and it was a weird it situation. It was the Marvel I method that they it. ended up doing because it was aping Marvel. So they ended up where the artist would write the draw and then you'd write yeah, it after. So they were more involved. Storytellers. Why would you say that about V Ken? Not V Ken. I'm talking about Dan <laughs> Deere. Just the idea we this is a big initiative before 5G. Like all his ideas at the end. Well, I do think the man has some decent ideas, but towards the end, I'm like, yeah, get the hell out of here. Like, hey guys, let's do a bunch of books that are just like Marvel. Like, you, you know what he was like? Here. The Batman who laughs. We're done with you. Get out of here. You're stale. He said happy uh, birthday to me a while ago. He did. I appreciated and it. And said that convergence was going to solve all your continuity problems. He was wrong. And all the, he was dead wrong. He lied to me. <laughs> he did. He lied so hard to your face. He lied to you. This issue is all about Bruno Redondo art, which is impressive because of the effort it must have taken him. But if the idea of one continuous sequence through the entire book doesn't excite you, this story will not add anything to change your mind. It's basically Nightwing channeling his inner John Wick with Barbara along for the ride. This is an unnecessary but unique bit of filler as the book comes out of Fear State, but I need some story. And the way that this sets up, it's coming out of Fear State. Okay, I don't mind that you get this kind of reset deal. Okay, we're out of Fear State. We're going to put that behind. Let's have this thing. But people are going nuts about this issue. And like I said, the art is really good. It has a unique type of premise, but... It's not even as exciting as flipping the pages around. People me. kidnap Dick Grayson's dog, and now Nightwing has to chase after them. Eventually, Batgirl shows up with him, and they get there, and they rescue the dog. The, the end. end. All right, we're going to go off to mail. <laughs> that, with that, in the art, you'll have a couple callbacks to the series already. You'll see the kids in their tent city. They're still there high five and. Eric, you have I a couple saw little that things. I thought of you. I'm like, Dick Grayson, billionaire. He ain't helping his kids yeah, yet, Jim. No. Look at all the effort he's going for this dog. <laughs> and these kids are there in this tent city. It looks like maybe he got him a generator. I don't know. Uh, but, and even it's got that. Him a barrel full of flame. What gets me to is as it's going along. And, and here's the thing you, I did have a picture. I'll, I'll send it to you where a comic store and a pretty cool deal where they had a big wall. So they ended up getting one of these issues. And they ended up putting them up and taping them together on the wall so you can see oh, the continuous cool. thing. That's awesome. Like, if, if I could physically do that right now, that is a really cool way to do this. But if you're reading it, you know, in hand or digital, it, you're not going to get Every page that is a double-page spread. Impressive thing, and while right? And I want to enjoy the badassness that is Nightwing and his costumes and his action because of the way that we're doing this in a continuous motion, like a one-take Daredevil fight in the Netflix series, like that whole thing. You're doing the entire series like that, and because that has to be the case, Nightwing is far away from you. So he is a little, like, you know, figure with a black suit with a freaking baby blue Nightwing symbol, and that's all you really get throughout this because you can't have a lot of detail. You just have a lot of structure, a lot of x-ray through walls, a lot of, like, you know, driving on a bridge, but you don't have any great visuals for the characters up close or any action scenes going on because everything has to be so far away to fit the entire scene in there. And it, it's it's a neat idea. It's it's a tough thing though. Like the idea that it's more collectible in my mind to just have it than to actually get excited to read it. 
And to talk about on the podcast, it's weird. Back to Bloodhaven to deal with the you know Dick Grayson story. Now that we're out of Fear State, no more tie-ins. We get back. We have Blockbuster going on. We have the Heartless going on. Heartless. Even have who is Heartless on one of the things? Grayson being a billionaire. I want to know what he's going to do with this. And all I get is a book that you can read. Actually. Took me a while to read this because there's a lot of panels in there, and I actually had to squint. I mean, not like panels, uh, word balloons, and with back and forth with Dick and Barbara. But I'm squinting to read it because of how far back it has to be and how small it has to be to show all of this. So I didn't have a lot of fun reading this. It is quick, just looking at it though, because it's all double page spread. But I don't want to see Nightwing feel like he spends what feels like three pages rescuing a dog. For how quick it, you know, you can read it, but like. Like I said, it took me a while just because I'm squinting trying to read all these small word balloons. So it's a, it's kind of like I'm ex- explaining it one way, but going against that. But it is so quick, the story way of it. Like, you know, how fast everything happens. Like I said, Nightwing's dog gets kidnapped. He chases them. He finds them. He gets his dog back. And somewhere two steps ago, Batgirl shows up. The idea of loving it, that's fine. It's, it's the art, though, and it's the concept. This is more spectacle than story. And that's all it really is to me. It, it's not going to do anything going forward. And you have, like I said, oh, my God, Haley's kidnapped, you know, fight wing it. But that doesn't like it, it ends up. The only thing that I, I like about the fry in Bloodhaven right now, there's one thing that I like about this that I think is important, even reading some solicits going forward, is the idea that Dick Grayson now really doesn't have a safe haven uh, secret identity. His whole thing with that. Dick Grayson, now they're he's a target. They're not after Nightwing, they're after Dick Grayson. And people know where he lives. Exactly. So that is what this really sets up in my mind. It's very important, I think, going forward, where he doesn't have a way to relax or go back. And actually, Nightwing might be the persona that he actually has less trouble with because of this stuff. And so you have that. That's why when you get a lot of money, you, you go through anonymous things. And I stuff, agree. Which he could have, but he didn't. Um and and so you have this though, and by the end, I like I said, I thought, okay, well, we got this. This is a okay way to refresh the deal. Let's get back. But boy, I need some story because I haven't been some completely stops. on board at some points here. And I mean, you even have like a page where it's just a car garage and a, a fry shop, and I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I get it, but I don't get it where I saw somebody legitimately in a review saying, you better buy two issues because you're going to go through it so much. You need one to put away for later because you're going to, you know, go through this so much. I'm like, really? Like, you're going to go through this so much, are you? I mean, really? Because nothing really happens. And, you know, a side thing with the, you know, not continuity, but the synergy of other books, Batwoman or Batgirl. Barbara's just jumping around and stuff like that while in most of the other books, including the Batgirls book, she doesn't want to overdo it. Kane and freaking Batgirls. Yeah, she's Barbara Kane. I call her Eric. Don't do that. (laughs) For the confused people. Um, But. And I I think I still love the art. love Bruno Redondo. Yeah, the effort's great. I don't like his Batgirl suit. I'll say each and every time it shows up in this book, his redesign of the Batgirl suit that shows up here. I really, really don't like it. And you know what's funny in my mind, like you said, and people will say different, I'm sure, and some people will disagree. Maybe some people don't even like it as much as we do. But when you end up at the end where he meets up with Barbara, they go, that actually, okay, now we're picking up. When they jump into that building and start kicking people, people are falling, they're doing that. That kind of got exciting when they go into the room where Haley is. But that's only two pages there. 
But really, the story, if, the if you can already over at that point, the, the problem is the with a thing like this is to explain the story, you have to explain the gimmick with it because there's no story and we're story guys. It's impressive what he did here, but nothing really going on in a book that I've kind of been down on a little more than some people because of the lack of story. That's really, you know, the idea of relying on fan service and getting this and coming up you'll be excited but even coming up we have a two-parter with wally west right which sounds cool but i have a feeling that it's just gonna be rehashing something i need the story and you do have bits Look, and pieces in, time, in here again that's one of those things we talk about this the tom taylor fan service and stuff like that like you know no substance you just like you know wants to show you like you know how great the greatest a versions is. Exactly. of the characters and that's and now, fine while i do get annoyed at that for some reason i can get on board if you want to have two of the greatest people in the world the best That'd friends be that is wally west and nightwing getting together because of who wally is I what know. he's gone through the past decade but I are we going to deal, deal with, with that? that i hope we deal with or some even good just stuff. bringing the kids over and the kids you know irie and jay thinking that'd you know, be awesome Uncle dick's a billionaire christmas is going to be great this that'd year that'd be great that'd be I awesome that. see but my point is you have this issue. well you have this issue and there's you said blockbuster his sister oh yeah heartless and not we have these sister, things dick's sister which i think a lot of people forgotten about because it's so far removed at this it point has time. Been removed because of fear state so you have heartless which we want to get to but this wally west somebody barked at he's getting picked up for the bar you uh, end up with this whole this deal course. Two issues from now is when you get that two-issue Wally, and you would think that that would put the brakes on whatever. So I don't know that he's going to start anything, but maybe Wally ties into it. Maybe there's something with that going on. It is funny that that starts while Wally's also doing well, that's that the thing. Is, is it next issue it with Nightwing and uh, and John Kent and then Nightwing and Wally? Yeah, see, that's got – see, there you go. <laughs> when are we going to get a story in Bloodhaven of the break? Yeah, I think that's it. So I think that might be the two-parter and then a two-parter. Oh, well. I, I just, I want, it. Dick Grayson's great. I know that I don't need reminders all the time, but I need a story. And he set up little bits of story that I want more of, especially, I want Heartless, we know nothing about. Yeah. Nothing. And he likes them hearts. It's now, you know, a bunch of issues in. And remember, we saw him in that high rise saying, I'm going to get that. And so we'll see. We'll see. Maybe he's the one who set hey, up. Grayson ain't the only rich fella with that high rise yeah, Heartless had. And then it's chatting, really. It's true. Uh, what would you give this? Though? I would end up giving this, even though I enjoy the art. The gimmick's not for me, just because I needed a story coming out of Fear State back to Bloodhaven, and this gave you absolutely no story except for a kidnapped dog that was immediately found. Five out of ten. Yeah, I'm going to be a little more, you know, I'm going to go with the art for the most part and think of the idea. You, you get what people, again, if you like this book, you have Haley, oh my God. But even then, it feels weird. Like you're like, do I really care? I know you care about this dog, but a three-legged dog, Jim. You haven't had too much. I know it's there's what Tom King does, though. He, Tom, uh, Tom Taylor, King, Tom yeah. Taylor. You get that, but it's still it feels a lot like a John Wick or even a Hawkeye with that. Again, you say that I'm sitting here thinking, where the hell is de- like the uh, freaking dog shot and live shot from freaking you know the last uh, Suicide Squad with Zoe Walton, Deadshot's daughter. I'm all about that dog still. I'm surprised that the same writer, why is that? They'll probably have a play date at some point. There'll be some weird a shit. A play date with like Zoe Fu- Yeah, with Zoe two dogs. Fu- freaking wall yeah. and, and Nightwing. What are they doing? Are you going to do a Kate Bishop at thing with At some her? point, at some point, Aerie and Wink will show up. They'll be like, hey, we know this girl. Can she stay with you? You're a billionaire. Who knows? They'll figure her out. Her mother's a mess. She keeps letting Cobra kidnap her. It'll go through John Kent. Then we go. Father's over. dead. I, I have no Maybe idea. Maybe a zombie. 
they're both Tom Taylor deals, yeah. so you know we might get something. But yeah, I, I'm giving it a seven. But it's all the art and the effort of it. But you really, if you aren't reading this Nightwing run, there's no. I guess people are saying everybody's got to pick it up. There's no story. Maybe it is like if you're not reading, you can have fun with this art. But I don't know. But we'll go from there. We're gonna go off to uh, some mail, and then we'll be back with two uh, issues to finish up the podcast. Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast a week, even though Shay is such a freak. I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with Jim. And I've got such a long way to go to make it to the end of the episode. First I'll hear mail with Jim, now mail with Jim. Ah, yes, now with Jim and Eric, and also from Luis and Chasanga as well. A little blast in the past with Chasanga, which is really cool. Chasanga's an old time weirdo, right? It'd be funny if Chasanga just ends up, doesn't listen to anything, like, I'm going to listen to my mail. (laughs) What the hell did he just say? But this is the mail section here. Weird dash O. Uh, you end up with, you want to become part of the show, mail us in. We read every single mail if I see them. And that is at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. That'll be in the show notes as well. Sometimes, you know, it's tough checking that mail. Uh, but we're going to start with Chisanga. Welcome back. Chisanga says, been a while. Get fresh crew. Took a break from comics and haven't missed much. <laughs> Just wanted to say they managed to bleed the hype for Yara fast, and that is true. Hopefully, JT the Fourth stays away from Batman for the rest of his life. And after BMCW, that's Batman Catwoman. I've never heard it spelled out like that, right? BM. It sounds I'm like you know, like what the hell is I know, that? And it's weird. It's like okay, we got a TV station and something that's you know you're crapping on the phone. Okay, they kind of go together. BMCW nine this week. Uh, I dreading King's next Bat book. Killing, killing time. T- killing time, Eric. Which is what most people you do when they read it, right? Is that is that the deal? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, don't understand. I don't know. I mean, don't understand why she needed to kidnap a child. Let's talk about the fans. So yeah. She's a rich lady. If Pitt and Joe Lee can adopt half the orphans in the world, then I don't see why she couldn't do it either. Do you have any idea why she would do that? I'm just thinking about the, like, imagine the ending of The Mask of the Phantasm, which is all the legwork that Tom King did. It's like, go watch a movie. This is the basis for how I'm going to bring Phantasm into the main universe. And Boy. in that, she, you know, she freaking smokes out with the Joker at the end of that movie. Yeah. And I guess, you know, pushes him aside and then goes someplace else and just goes to the hospital, steals a random baby off to Paris. <laughs> hey, off to Paris. That is the conclusion of that movie. Oh, ma'am, I see you have a baby. Do we have a birth certificate? Uh, What? No. Look at that. She's rich. She can get Uh, fast. I'm telling you, it's like, look over there. (laughs) She runs on the plane. Hit it, boys. (laughs) They end up going off. All right. Eiffel Tower and croissants for all. All right. That's what they do in France, I hear. Um, But yeah, it's true. I did the Eiffel Tower here. And and with that, you realize I completely left behind the idea of is she, you know, this sort of spiritual, like, well, how is she disappearing with it? 
And then you just reminded me of it. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking about I, it. I I'm going to bring that up it. again. I still don't get it. Was there a trap door? Was she hiding? Why was the Joker playing along? It's one of the man? best Batman movies ever. Leave it alone. It is great. I, I will admit, I did like it. I, I knew she was trouble when she was talking to her mom at that gravestone. I, I knew it. Smallville, the fine. Trouble. Right there. Two troubles. You probably did it to your daddy's gravestone, right? Sure Three. Three's a crowd, Eric. You're all wacko. I don't talk to my dad, but then again, I didn't when he was alive. So why would I start now? There would be no reason. It'd be funny, like, suddenly, seriously, ask me where I could do this. I, I have no idea. I think that my mom had his ashes. I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> We're good. The only saving grace. Now I'm getting sad. Ah, oh, happy holidays, <laughs> people. It's a nice time to be with the family. The only saving grace is the book is only Canada King stuff. That's true. I know everything is supposed to matter, but who wants to continue reading about Selena and Joker's not a fair in the future? And I was going to mention earlier in the spotlight, we did the back cut in the spotlight, and I was going to mention to you the idea that it is just funny where you have Tom King, he's going to do this killing time where he thinks that he has to write that story where Selena is a jerk to Batman, right? He, I, he just doesn't think. Also, he ended up talking about this week about the Supergirl book, and he said that is his it's fun, fun. His yeah. fun book. Yes, he has an odd idea of fun, but so do you, because I heard Dancing Mike say that you're a freak, Eric. <gasps> you like to get your freak on, Dave, yes. does you? I thought you. Do you ever make it rain? Or did you make like, it rain? Like I ever have enough money to make I'm it rain? You, you're throwing nickels and pennies. And again, even the idea of the joke of make a hell, like, who carries that much change on them? That's true, especially nowadays. Nobody uses that, right? And, and who wants to change? No. Luis is next. Thanks, Shasanga. It's Thank good you, that you're Shasanga. back. Uh, enough to actually know, you know, can speak the talk and walk the walks. Uh, speak the talk and walk the walks. <laughs> Got it. That's what they say. Right? <laughs> ah, I'm drinking too much of this Death Wish coffee. Like, I just That's guzzled it. like two, you know, big cups of it. And Luis is next. Luis says, hello to my favorite podcast in all the lands. Sir, Jim, and Knight Eric, and all the members of the Get Fresh Crew. Okay, he says Fresh Crew Council. <gasps> what is he doing? Now he's gumming up the words. <laughs> if there's like a tear system. Holy moly. Whoop, whoop, he says. I and, and ended up having another email I kind of condensed these into two and is actually pissed off at people for not mailing like they used to. I know that you are mad at that as well, Eric. I hope you are all well. What a year I've had. I ended up getting shingles. That sucks. Yeah. You have a hole in the roof? That's not that funny. <laughs> I think he'll get a chuckle out of it. Maybe. <laughs> what a jerk. He has Bell's palsy, two oh stomach infections, and a paper cut. A paper cut. I don't like paper Those cuts. Those do suck. They do. Manship, he's another one. He's got a lot of problems. Too. That's a crappy Lisa year, Lisa. So I wasn't able to work for about two months because of the shingles. I uh, was in my ear. And messed up my balance. I cannot tell you that I know anything about shingles. I thought you got them on your feet, is what I thought. But you get them anywhere. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I had no idea. It doesn't have to do with like you had chicken pox or not when you were kids, something like that. Not sure. Yeah, I thought it was something like that. But happy to say I'm feeling better, so that's good. I do still have the Bell's palsy, but they say after five months it should start getting better. Again, I don't know what that is either. I'm not a smart man. I, I think it's like when your hand cramps up, you start doing gang signs like we do. Is that what it is? Am <laughs> Maybe, I, am if that's I, the case, that I have it. <laughs> am I joking too much about other eagles' ailments? 
I will say you guys really kept me going, and that's awesome. I hope that this is going to keep you going because you're going to be so angry at me that you want to, you know, keep going. I don't know uh, if you know how great and funny you guys really are. <laughs> Eric tells me that we're not. There's so many shows. No, no I say that uh, you're not. Oh. Okay. Thanks <laughs> a lot. hilarious. Sure. Who told that joke? <laughs> Let him. There's so many shows you guys slash that Jim does that are great. Eric, you're a little lazy, I see. He says. Eric Eric is like the wizard. You say. You do just enough. It's the perfect amount of things. So, And he said, I would like to see you on more shows. Eric. What show would you like to do? What show a would good we one. do? Oh, I can't see. There you go. <laughs> You're going to depress me. <laughs> we, I talked to you about doing the, you know, it's more of the horror deal, uh, but not the seller deal. I mean, you, you don't want it. Horror, I think, in your mind is is more sacred to have me coming and dick it up with my nonsense is what I do. You don't think know anything about don't. it. No, but that's the point. I'm going to let, let that be this thing like. We're going to do a, a movie review of a heart and you have an idea that I'm not going to watch it. That Then you have a problem. But the fun would be me that watching be a something. Too. Well, I watch the stuff. You know that all I'm going to do is get so scared. Right? Old man. Oh, uh, yeah. But no, you, you don't want to do that. Eric. You, you didn't want to do that. I, at Boys Toys, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not into that. I'm a grown man. I don't need that nonsense. Eric. But we could come up with some other things, right? I don't know. We said that we're going uh, one, thing, one, thing, one thing I said, though, uh, before. Yo, it's mail oh, call. my God, I hit the wrong thing, Eric. I, I meant to hit this. Thank you. Dick, yeah. I, did, I didn't mean to hit that either. Now, one thing I was going to suggest, we're going to talk about maybe changing some things up, make things a little fresh or whatever. And I did remember at one point that people... Uh, I would even see in our reviews and stuff like that that we have on iTunes stuff about maybe doing that Friday night show again. But we don't have to do it Friday night. I'll talk to you about it. But that spotlight show on the regular feed, people did seem to like that. And maybe we'll get, I don't know. That's another show. It's kind of just the same show. But I'm a little upset no one sends mail anymore. So there you go. I'm, I'm all scattered there. So I wanted to send questions and mail to make the podcast longer. I missed my 13-hour podcast. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was tough. I think that we're just we we've gotten we've gotten too uh I don't know soft a little because when we end soft. up recording yeah well we end up recording and we're like oh my god we did three hours holy moly I'm poop so here we go conversation starter he says what city would you guys want to live in the DC universe this is multiple choice so. doesn't have a, to be multiple Gotham, choice B Metropolis C Central City Central City always Central City. Yeah, when you end up having the rogues as one of the big threats, yeah, I could deal with that, right? I could deal with a gorilla running around, right? Uh, now you say that, now I'm kind of scared because I watch a lot of Planet of the Apes. And then you, true. But, you know, when they come back, they don't do anything bad. They just play chess. That's how I remember Planet of the Apes. Go watch Planet oh, of the also, Apes. Mirror Master, right? I mean, that does scare the shit out of me that I'm there. I'm, I'm looking in the mirror and all of a sudden this guy's <laughs> looking back at me. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, really. Is a guy is, named Scudder looking at me? If it's Image Maker, then that's worse. We went and looked at that original deal of Image. Is it Image Maker? It's I always Image get it. Maker, yes. It, the Wonder Woman villain. I always mess it up at the one that came back. He's, he was scary looking. The thing Again, is, you though. You think he was scary looking then. Now he has half his face, you know, bandaged up like he's a fan of the opera wearing a general's costume, which is scarier. Well, yeah. The thing is, the it original like deal. Father Time mixed with Nosferatu, the original well, one. The weirdest thing, that version, I swear he was in my mirror this morning. 
when I looked at her. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing in there? Oh, my God. Then I'm like, I look like the penguin. It's so bad. I'm so yeah, sorry. Central City. Uh, Metropolis, it, it, it might be, I mean, it's obviously the second choice, but it's no, still. No, it's not, because you have beings that are going Gotham. there to take on a god. You're going to so go you to know Gotham. there's maximum destruction. I watched that Man of Steel movie. <laughs> that place gets fucked up. Here's Central the City, thing. you got a bunch of yeah. assholes who like to hang around. Blue no, Central City is number one. Second, yes. though, I'm going Metropolis. No way am I going Gotham. Gotham, no, no. you say gods and things like that. I'm not making more like than one that. choice. Gotham is that city where when shit is good, it goes bad. I mean, you end up having a city that ends up being overwhelmed by the Joker, and these assholes are Jokerizing fries a week later. You end up having <laughs> people... That's what? their freaking pain. What? We had a fierce take with a, with a scarecrow. Get me my scarecrow outfit. We're going to go and continue this shit. It's, it's ridiculous. And the thing is, we say all of this about all this thing, even if you want to add more like, you know, how Jordan's co-city, I'm like, that entire city was destroyed yeah. by freaking Cyborg, but Superman, and Mongol. That is that even the one worst. Thing. But were the other days fine? I mean, one bad day, Earth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? It's Here's, one really bad day. And I, I just, Gotham, those assholes deserve every fucking thing they get. They're, they're all assholes. We see it. It's not just the big villains and whatnot. You say that. I'm actually moving to Ivy Town. Batman, I'm hanging out the Adam. Yeah, real, Batman makes his own villains. Gotham makes their own nonsense. The whole city. They should just burn it to the ground, right? Where's Mongol and well, even the Superman idea, over like, there? You know, like, oh, man, we have this really bad asylum. It's notorious. It's on the outskirts of the city. You know what we're going to do? We're going to freaking just take that. We're going to keep the same name, but now we're going to build a tower in the center of the city where everybody has to work and drive through all the time. Nothing bad can happen. You know, everybody's like, Assholes. yeah, that sounds great. Bring it on. Yeah, bring it on. You have Batman... Urban surfing a plane in the town. <laughs> what the hell is going on? This is like a Tuesday there. Holy crap. Central, Central City it is. Central City of those picks. And I again, say that's Ivy, Ivy Town is where I'm yeah, going. Ivy Town. You just have to make sure you don't step on superheroes. That's it. Number two, if you can join a gang team, who would you join? A, Mr. Freeze's gang, B, the Penguins gang, or C, the Riddler's gang? You know what? I think I'd have to go with the Penguin just because he has the most money. I think he's going to take care of me the most. As long as I keep my mouth shut and don't piss him off, I think I'll be okay. Mr. Freeze is going to be cold all the time. It's going to suck. I'm going to like not be able to get back and forth the idea i got to be cold all day. because. And when I think about it, it's that stupid Batman and Robin movie where all I have to be huddled up and freaking like, you know, ice, <laughs> freaking ice hockey gear and shit you're like not, that. You're just, not a real strong skater. And just like you're shivering trouble. all the time. I don't need that. And the Riddler... I have to hear that asshole freaking That's give me a problem. command and a riddle. Like, I have to figure out what he wants me to do, and I'm not going to be able to do it. This is almost like an F. Mary kill, uh, kind of. And the thing is, the weird deal is, I think the penguin, that asshole wants things cold, too. You, you know, I'm, I'm well, telling you, the, the iceberg guy, lounge, but he also wants to accommodate lounge. people. But also with that, you, you, you have to go. You have to go to Penguin. That's the thing. You have to go to Penguin and say, why, why do you have the temperature down? It's just you know, kind of a thing. I see people, they're always, you know, in heavy coats and things. The Riddler, though, you're right on. Like, he would have you do things. I don't he's need not, that nonsense. He's not, like, he's going to give you his lunch order, and it's a fucking riddle. I'm not that smart. I, I can't deal with these things. Like, if he's like, you know, sometimes it goes up, but others are sideways. You're like, well, do you want a ham and cheese or what? I mean, I'm going out to get whatever I fucking want. Are we want doing a heist to today, get, boss? You know, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, really. Like, what, what's going on here? And then he's like, well, sometimes, and you're like, I'm out of here. I quit. Uh, I would go. Too. I think I would go penguin as well. I think that the penguin he he does have a bit of a short fuse, but not as much as the others. 
Plus, I'd be afraid. Like, Freeze is only involved ever with, like, Nora shit. And I, I think is that Is he, would though, get... anymore? Because that's well, Mrs. Freeze now. Still. Then he's probably moping around about it. Oh, yeah. He's I, just going to be a sad You know what I mean? He's probably sack. a sad sack. He's just sitting there. The best he could do is put your finger he's in He's peddling drink. drugs in one scene. He's doing some weird freaking, you know, Lazarus resin stuff. I'm like, I don't really want to be a part of this because then you got zombies on your ass. Until, he's like that one time. I did tell you when I went to Can Wendy's. I just this be is a way back. at the Iceberg Lounge. Exactly. Way back. I don't know if you remember when I ended up going to Wendy's in our town, which they changed locations, I think, recently. That's well, a hot spot. Um, I'm like, Wendy's sucked before. This is not going to make it better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I ended up where I got, I get Diet Coke, but my kids and wife get regular Coke, and we ended up getting the things, and we're like, oh, you didn't mark the diet, and the lady put her finger in and tasted it, and said, that's the diet. I'm like, that ain't my soda. That's what I think Mr. Freeze would do. That's all he's good. He puts his finger in your, your drink to make it cold, but then you don't want to drink it because you're going to get hepatitis, possibly Bell's palsy. I, I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works, Eric, but yeah, uh, I, I'd go penguin. I'd go I, I look good in the tux, right? Yeah, the penguin's one of my penguin's one of my favorite, and not only that, but you get one of those badass, you know, ski masks on as well that you kind of look at it. I'm like, oh my god, is that a Bane henchman? No, that's like a penguin henchman. So he's yeah, always going to have that going on. That's like, double, right? That's double be twice right as scared of you. Also, some of the penguin stuff is just to go out and look at light poles and see if they look mysterious. Right, suspicious. <laughs> it looks suspicious. I'm like, it looks like a light pole. Penguins had an odd turn. Give me my money. The the worst though is, and to take this the step more for Luis here. The idea that you end up in the Penguins gang is not going to be good for Gotham or anybody because you're going to be there chirping in Penguins here about how great he should be and that nobody respects him anymore. Oh, dude, he leaves. He's going to go crazy. He leaves the office for a little while, just leaves me behind. Or if I know he's out of the building for a little while and is off doing something, I am playing with all the different umbrella weapons. Oh, yeah, that would be bad, too. Also, you might have a little bit of something to say about them penguins around, too. Maybe you're going to, you know, get a little fancy with them. I don't Penny know. was not a penguin. Uh, Penny was. I, I, I read it again. It, she was. The, the idea that Penny Her wasn't. Her father a, came no, to the door looking for her. That's the problem. The idea what Penny was was never spelled out until the penguin father showed up. That's what did that. That was the deal. The person who showed up was a penguin. It was and not. then, yes, it was. I'm telling you, you even we even went back when we were yelling about it back in the day because he ended up burying her, and it wasn't a tiny little coffin. And we were discussing it. I, I You're making coffin. all this up. No, I went and I went and reread it when people were just talking about it in the Slack. I pulled it up on the DC Infinite deal and was reading some of the things. And I'm telling you, you go back, you'll be furious. But those are those questions. Then he says, "What would your plan be to take over the world and defeat the Justice League?" I'll go first here. I'd either have Bendis or Tom King write a boom. That is shade right there. What would you do? You'd have a better answer. The Justice League. That's the thing is, I would probably end up cloning them. Okay. I I thought at one point maybe going after their kids, right? Killing them, like straight up kill them. Wow. That that is dark. And you don't mess with the kids because then you're going to get dead. Well, that's the thing. I think that if Batman, I, I kill, I straight up kill every Robin. Batgirl's done. All the Batgirls. Batman's well, the thing so is, you don't mad and he kills me. Even when Prometheus ended up killing, you know, Roy Harper's daughter Leanne before yeah. during Cry for Justice, yeah, be you didn't have to worry about Roy Harper. Green Arrow killed his ass. Okay, well that's the thing. I think that if Batman ends up killing me, if I can push him to the limit there and he kills me, I think that he's done. He'll cr- and then the Justice League falls apart without him. See, it's an evil plan, Eric. Evil. I'd get Lex Luthor, and, and <laughs> me and him would figure something out while I just. 
stare lovingly in his eyes. He's going to kill you. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, we'll have some fun before that happens. He might punch me a little. Give me a kiss. I don't know. Uh, but you would go with clones. Of I them. think I would go with clones. Like the idea where I always like an evil doppelganger version of it, like I'm here and stuff like that. So would if you I don't give go them goatees? I might give them goatees just because it's fun, but I might just I make pet. them evil clones. But eventually they're all just going to turn into Bizarro. So you're just going to have Bizarro Leagues. That's true. That'd be cool. You got all the Infinity Stones you put on the glove and then snap. What do you snap away? Uh, probably all of any- my neighbors. <laughs> Everybody. That guy who honks the horn outside when I'm podcasting. He's done. I'd probably get rid of green peppers. That'd be one of my first things. Yeah, they're don't, a fruit. Don't like them. Yeah. Yeah, and a bat isn't a rodent, Eric. I, um, I ended up where in that, it'd be funny, like, that's the one thing I need to figure out and sit down and think of the Twilight Zone monkey Paul of me getting rid of green peppers. Somehow it affects everything else that I no, love. No, the ecosystem's screwed. Yeah, it's done. Maybe get rid of them koala bears. They're always problems, Eric. Maybe they- just... Yeah, You're a Monster Island. You don't got to do all the around here. Okay. That is true. Maybe I would say get rid of Australia, but that's fake anyway. <laughs> we all know that. Kyrie Irving told me that. Uh, I, I, and he's always on the money. Uh, yeah, I think that I don't know. I'd be the worst. I'd be snapping people. It would just be random. <laughs> I see some guy just don't like his pants. He's done. Am I? Can you only snap once? Can I just keep snapping? I, I end up just snapping my way downtown. It'd be great. Just get rid of everyone. My kids, my wife. You can do that without an Infinity Gauntlet. Your kids, your wife, your husbands. But that's it, Eric. That is it for the film. Thank you, Luis. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. So, yeah, everybody, if you want to email in, email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com, just like Chisanga and Luis. We're going to go off right now to finish the podcast with two huge books as we go Huge now. Oh, yeah. Huge. Let me tell you a little bit about Batman, The Audio Adventures, from HBO Max. Bruce Wayne may appear to be a wealthy playboy, but beneath this facade, his true identity is that of the Batman, waging an endless war against crime. Join the Cape Crusader in Batman The Audio Adventures, the first scripted audio original featuring Batman and his villainous rogues gallery in a world premiere story of life and death in Gotham City, debuting exclusively on HBO Max. Starring Jeffrey Wright as Batman and a who's who of incredible Saturday Night Live alums, this rollicking adventure told across 10 episodes is written and directed by Emmy winner Dennis McNicholas, includes devilishly delightful original music by Doug Bossy, and performances by Rosario Dawson, John Leguizamo, Chris Parnell, Melissa Villasenor, Seth Meyers, Jason Sudeikis, Brooke Shields, Fred Armisen, and many, many more. So go to hbomax.com slash Batman Audio Adventures for more and stream Batman the Audio Adventures only on HBO Max. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair, blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks that tear is tear. Well, that's just average shape. Looking for a star screen or maybe a hot cap. Spends all his money buying all that crap. Well, that's just every shape. Oh, yes, Eric. You try to avoid the term tear when we're talking about Justice League Incarnate. Why you say crack. Did it come up that you were thinking maybe to say Again, tear, but you were afraid you might say tear? It's Is not about saying the two different things. It's sometimes when you read it, <laughs> I know, you don't know you what they're going out. for. I know, Eric. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know what we're going for here. We're going for the end of the podcast. We have two books left. 
and they involve very strong ladies, Eric. I think that's the theme. Strong women doing their thing and maybe solving some crimes and making up some rhymes where we're going to start with right. Catwoman. That's I guess the I theme. You like the theme? We have Catwoman number 38 as the first book here written by Ram V. Art by Casper Wingard. Poor A lot of Casper. Too. And Tom Napolitano. Poor Tom Napolitano. Ram V finishes his run on Catwoman with one last caper. It's a neat way to tie things up, but it kind of falls apart the more you focus on the particulars. It still, it resets some things. It even sets up some stuff that we're getting in the very, very near future as we go forward with this. Now, as we go, Eric has already told me what? Uh, behind the scenes that he liked this more than me. And I will tell you, Shot. I like this issue. But I think that there's a big problem. And it's one of the things that I think that Ram B does a lot. He loves his Ocean's Eleven capers, right? And the thing about this is by the end, you end up having the reveal of more I kind of give it more of the usual suspects for some no, reason. By it the does. End. But by the end, you get, you know, the idea it's Clayface stuff again. We just had that with the whole fear state stuff. That's one thing that made me roll my eyes. The idea. Now, I really wish that this involved maybe getting Clayface out of a cell to do this, because at the end, what do you resolve here? What do you solve at the end of this caper? I'm asking you. Oh, I'm saying the whole idea, the biggest thing that we do at the end of this caper is make sure that we got that bad cop at the beginning of Ram V's run when he, you know, once we got the Gotham and stuff like that, he was, you know, in, got in trouble eventually because we had this whole thing where he was this guy who was working with all the gangs and stuff like that, and he never got his comeuppance. And at the end of this whole thing, that was the main draw for me. And then seeing how Catwoman did it, I enjoyed that the most. Okay, because she even says in this, and the even Briggs, who says that he isn't a bad guy, actually goes against all of that and says, you know what, Kolak isn't that bad a guy. And all he does is get transferred to be on the, you know, in a boat. Like, a, 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 he ends up saying, despite the beat cup that he was, I've come to believe Kolak was innocent as far as the kidnapping was concerned. She played us was. both for saps, all that, and says, Kolak, well, they put him on a boat, beat at night. That's not really that bad. Like, the idea of this, of being like he got his, should be arrested for the stuff he was involved with. So at the end, you just end up getting a guy transferred to the boat beat. Well, that's the thing is, the they didn't have the evidence matter. for all the other stuff and stuff like that. For the idea that it looks like, you know, he put, like, you know, tampered with the evidence, but also walks Selena Kyle out of the freaking interrogation room, and then they have no idea what happened to her while he's saying, I didn't do this, and everything like that. This is the, the greatest they could do at the time, except for framing him oh, terribly did, for something but that's else. That's what I'm saying, though. At the end, all you do is get a really, really bad cop transferred to a bad beat. And I don't think that he'll, you know, he looks upset sitting in a boat on the He's beach. Cold. But uh, with that, that's all you get. Kolak, well, they put him on a boat beat at night by the Narrows, where the rest of the treated sewage flows into the Gotham River. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. He gets paid and he goes home, and that's the best you're going to get from an issue where it's clever in himself. the deal. The whole cleverness of this really gets thrown away because Selena doesn't have to go there. She could have just left town. She didn't have to do this. I would have rather have seen something either a little more biting for Kolak or maybe doing something. And with that, during this questioning and all that's going through, there's nothing really to do. Because, again, Selena can't be arrested here. 
she is there on her own deal. They don't have any evidence against her. They pretty much say that. She comes in to answer some questions and stuff like that, but the idea that we're using that as our narrative so she can answer questions and just talk about things that have been going on ever since the magistrate came to town and what she's been up to, it does work as a great narration, a narrative way to to like put all the toys back in the toy box. I'm not going to say great because the idea where it almost is like this. Hey, Selena, were you working with the Riddler? Let me tell you about the strays. Those kids, they need a better leader. I'm going to go out of here. I, I want at one point Riggs to say, are you listening to anything I'm saying here? But at the end, it doesn't matter because all this is a dupe. But yeah, I'm telling you, some of these questions and then the answers back, she's just going to. And Ramvi just wants to be a narration bit. It doesn't make sense. In, like, oh, well, you were with this lady that we don't understand that is a cyborg. She's like, yeah, I kind of watched that pretty crazy, right? And that's only setting up the Batman Urban Legends story where you're going to have the idea where the uh, Ghostmaker ended up realizing who that was and they have a past. That's yeah. all going to be in Ramby's deal. So that even felt a little odd. I do like the issue, though. Like you said, it is a way to and it's a narration way and it fits the character. I made a joke before uh, in the Marvel side of things where if you want Black Cat to do anything, no matter what, just say it's a heist and she's in. You, can, you son it, of a bitch, I'm in. That's all it is. I mean, you could be like the idea that you want to go and have somebody pick up your meal at, at McDonald's and you just go, oh, man, can you go in? It's a heist. I'm in and we'll go and do it. But with the idea, though, that we have this is the last little like fuck you to the like, you know, the, the crooked cop that we have here and Cullick at the end of this whole thing to wrap up Ramby's run. I like all of that and it gives us the, you know, the, what happened to everybody. It gives us our animal house moment to see what everybody in the alley town is going to be up to going forward or what, you know, we can just put them away until somebody wants to play with those characters again. The worst part of this issue though, throughout this interrogation with Detective Rigg, Riggs is the idea that during Detective Hadley's funeral, who was killed by Father Valley and like, you know, because he, you know, was trying to kill Maggie, Selena's sister, and then Hadley got in the way, pulled her, like the rolled the wheelchair away, and he got shot, was killed by Father Valley. It's a weird situation where Selena shows up to Detective Hadley's funeral, but so does Father Valley, and they talk about the idea of uh, I've never killed an innocent person before. I'm gonna have to think about this. Just hope that we never meet again, Catwoman. I'm like, Catwoman, please, please destroy this man with all your might right now, because not only did he kill Detective Hadley, who was a friend of yours? Not a close friend, but a friend who was an ally to you. He tried to murder your sister, and for whatever reason, he believes that your sister was not an innocent person, and for some reason, that would have been okay to him. I hate this character. I don't ever want to see him again. There was the wrap up putting the toys away in the toy box. This didn't need to be here. He could have stayed away. This makes no sense for her to be so cool with Father Valley. Well, and that's another thing I'll bring out also. It's weird to not have Fernando Blanco, at least on art, who did most of this run. With Ram V, and when, up to. when you end up having, though, at last issue, you have just a guy we've never even heard of show up on art is very odd. But Father Vet, like, is did, did somebody say he looks exactly like Hugo Strange? Just a lit, like this, this full out mutton chops and things. I never saw that before on Father Valley. And it, he looks a little weird, but even then, that's one of my biggest problems, too. Like you said, Father Valley is one of the worst part, you know, villain wise, was one of the biggest things in this, killed Hadley and all. But yet she's so into just getting that Kolak back 
who barely was anything in this. Yeah, he showed up. He was, you know, pushing around. He was a narrative device. And through this, never really got the idea of really caring about I like this callback, him. though, just because I forgot about the character because he was that guy that kind of went away once Selena seemed like, you know, had taken over everything with well, the gangs Well, you say and stuff that. Like that. That's not even true. That's why I think that he's so non-entity. He was a big thing three issues ago in this book where he was beaten up and roughing up some of the strays. It, but he, oh, that no, when, gets you had, re- when you had the questioning thing, but I meant like, you know, in the overall thing of what we had previously, like when we first got to Gotham in the alley. Well, remember, it was the part with the drugs and things like that. But even then, Selena was happy to deal. It just felt weird that that's the big exclamation point on this run is to get back at Kolak when you do end up having Father Valley in the issue. Where, come on, do something about please him. Please do something. Hadley's dead now. I didn't care about that character, but please, when get you some vengeance see, for Hadley. When you see Clayface as all the different guys, it's a good reveal, right? But the thing I, is, is it because I had so much fun at this whole idea of the reveal when we have Selena walk into the interrogation room and we have this guy here who's her supposed lawyer and doing all this stuff. And then you're like, he has to leave the room. And then somebody else comes in, hey, Kolak, they're going to need you in evidence. And all of a sudden, Kolak comes back in and does all this thing. I like the progression of this whole thing where you see it's Clayface and her driving away and Kolak's been like, you know, it was detained this entire time. I liked me putting it together when they show this was Clayface, this was Clayface, this was like, you kind of showed the, the joke or like, you know, t- like, you know, yeah, explain you the kinda, joke to me and I didn't the want joke. it as much. I think that they figured you had to do that. My thing was, I wish this was something where, because at one point you even have, again, I said, hey, you're dealing with Riddler and eh, not really. Oh, but all these other villains you were dealing with. Well, you know, people come to the field, the strays. Like, she always goes against things. I really thought that what we were going to have and what the Clayface thing was going to be that she was there because Clayface did get arrested, was maybe in a holding cell. And this was going to be her weird way to help the guy who really helped her out. But then by the end, like I said, Kolak being the exclamation point to this run just felt little and didn't feel like anything like that was bugging her after all the stuff that went on. It was like Kolak needed to go. But even the questioning from Riggs, who goes, you were at Hadley's funeral two days ago. I saw you. If you're really innocent in all of this, why were you there? So were you. She had a and he knew they had a relationship. He kept telling Hadley, don't deal with her. I got to go help her. And so it was weird for that little play too, just to get to Father Valley thinking the only way you can have Father Valley show up is at a funeral. And they're often the thing. You see Riggs seeing them in that classic scene of the people up on the hill, yeah. things like that. And, you know, I like to see, I like, you know, Hadley enough. It was a weird, you know, play of coming over to. Also, Riggs seems to think that Hadley and them work together for like 80 years at, at points, but. It was like three weeks. He did, really. And he did save Selena's deal. And it's a real good explanation of the idea. He was on my ass and, you know, Villa Hermosa, but then he ended up saving my scene. And they had this weird connection. It was a real weird interplay that was really good, I thought. And it's a shame he's dead, but again, the run's over. Hadley but this never made sense to me for him going from Villa Hermosa to Gotham and then imposing himself in here and acting like he knows all about Alley Town. It was the weirdest character. I'm happy he's gone because he never made any sense, but. For what they were doing with the character within this book, it seemed like it should have a greater impact on Selena. Yeah. And then after that, though, like this is where I'm saying about this issue. A lot of it reminds you of the wonkiness or the things that didn't end up being developed enough. The White Witch, she showed up. It seemed like they were done with Father Valley, but then Father Valley got hot. He came back. White Witch gets put. Then some magistrate. Now, and it was always and weird. And now White Witch is back. She's with Simon Satan. You know what? She's got a bunch of clones. And. 
Ghostmaker knows her. Let's do some stuff over there. Ghostmaker knows her, but even this thing where Riggs is trying to figure out what Selena's up to, and it's like, I saw you in this picture watching these people fight. Oh, yeah, I was there. I watched them. What do you think about them? I don't know, but I think that the girl's mask got, and he said a word, and then she recognized the voice and screamed. I'm like, I don't don't know that we needed that. I will tell you this, uh, the idea when, you know, she's trying to say, like, we saw, we know that you're setting up these weird systems, like, across the city, and it's illegal to tamper with these satellite dishes. That's the best. Well, I guess Edward Nygma's in a lot of problems, because he's the one that did this, tapping into the magistrate, like, you know, communications, and the idea that it goes to then Penguin and Riddler getting screwed over from their dastardly plan to screw over Catwoman. Now they're locked up in their freaking, you know, handcuffed to freaking, you know, The interaction between them two is hilarious. (laughs) What's green has four legs? and. Uh, shut the hell up, Edward. I swear to God, I, I wish that you could have the F-bomb, right? Because he really should just say, you. This is why like, I love stop. the Penguin and hate the Riddler. I, I like that, that. But the deal, like, here's the, you have that whole deal. Hey, what's going on? That was where I said earlier, where you end up having, you know, shoes there who's tampering with the thing. And I said, you're not allowed to do that. And you said, well, it's private sector. And we argued for a little bit, but this yeah. says it was and it was government stuff it, it's not but again you never get back to that they say they had film of the strays doing this that's fine but you end up with this deal well i think that the it, you know enigma was working for you though and so were all these known criminals what do you have to say about that are you and then no, she just starts town. waxing poetic i mean she doesn't say Everyone no some kind of no good thieving conniving criminal how am i supposed to know why the place attracts this kind of like answer the question man yeah. and that's the funny like, thing no, about my this. lawyer's not here go fuck and yourself that's the thing that there's so many little things like Ram V gets away with it because if they ask her something, she does. She doesn't have to. She's there on her own. She showed up. She doesn't she's have to answer anything right now. Yeah, and yeah, she's but. But why is what's this thing that Riggs is involved with? Why is he involved? And she's like, yeah, you know, uh, sometimes people come here. They want him to be lost, never to be found. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're not like, but she is just buying time. And if she gets upset at anything, she can leave. Yeah, it but is she weird doesn't too. want to because that goes against the plan. Well, no, but also they handcuffed her. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Have all this going on, you like do that see that means anything to Catwoman. You see Cheshire, and you end up. What a shoes. weird That's, situation yeah. because you've been waiting for this whole thing where shoes who is. Leanne, like you know, Roy Harper and Cheshire's daughter. She's alive. She's been living in yeah, LA Town. She's daughter. Goes, and the whole thing is you had Cheshire show up as one of the second chancers in Alleytown to protect Alleytown against the magistrate with Clayface and Firefly and Knockout and whoever else I'm forgetting, but and Killer Croc. And you have this whole situation where it's all said and done. You say, I'm Chesh I'm Jade. And the whole thing where they shake hands, it's nice to meet you. And I'm like, It's a weird what shake the fuck does too, that right? mean? What does that mean? Why are you leaving me with this and doing nothing with it? Like you you have this here because people have been yelling, when are we going to get this? You never got to it. Maybe it's not your story to tell, Ramby, but yeah, having maybe. this here feels weird. What does Jade know? Does Cheshire know anything about this? Is it the freaking Jess Shoes who has no idea who she is? They to look be or a little nervous were? about it. You know what I mean? And well, that's the thing is she knows she's putting on the freaking Cheshire cat mask herself. This is her persona kind of thing outside of it, just like her mother was. But what does Shoes I really don't know. know? So with all this, and I, I do think that people – I actually think that Ramby himself as a writer is a little bit overrated. I, that's just me. But this Catwoman run has been good enough. It, it hasn't been great because you end up Ramby 
he he's doing it with Swamp Thing. You end up adding six issues because the story didn't get completed. Yeah, you can say it's because of you know popular demand, but we we bar- barely got a story. Now in both of these things, you end up having tie-ins that he's involved with. But the thing is, when you see this stuff, and there's another thing that you're like. I really was hoping we'd get more from that. And you had that connection, just the idea of Maybe that's up to Roy Harper to do. Yeah, a Father Valley who then he had to connect to St. Dumas, and that never went anything. Now he's gone away. You end up having White Witch that had nothing and then got wonky for Fear State. So these things are adding up to be an issue where, unfortunately, part of it is me being reminded that we didn't get much going on in this. When you have the exclamation point is Kolak, that seems to be the big to do to get. Fuck you, then Kolak. I think, like, what did we do this whole time? We didn't do much, but she ends up she's going to leave. We did more than we did in Villa Hermosa. Yeah, well, that is true. But yet, I think that we did more in Ram V's couple issues there than maybe because we uh, maybe not. We had some fun, had some capers. Uh, but yeah, she's going to leave. This is all setting up. Teeny Howard is starting her run next month, so. You're going to have, hey, I, I ended up, and I love this idea, like Riggs wants to hear some solid information. Maybe he can work some things out when they figure out what they can do with Alleytown and whatnot. Now Selena's like, yep, gave the keys away to the <laughs> Mama Fortuna's freaking warehouse is now the strays. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, they're there if you want to go back or have them pop up or whatever, but that's the other Skin thing, marks too, now though. in charge. Is that, in my mind, another where I can say... I really wanted to get more of them and, and find out a little more. They were just names and they were doing little kit, but you didn't really get to know them. Well, a no, lot the, of this The biggest stuff. problem was you brought Maggie and you did nothing with Selena's yeah, sister Maggie, Maggie too. at all. Yeah, yeah. You, just, we you did know, nothing. had her sit around. She's not catatonic anymore. And then you send her away. I'm like, you had the potential to tell a year's worth of stories with Maggie alone and you did I mean, nothing with it. Maggie, Cheshire. And Leanne, right now, there. Now, Cheshire, yeah, no, I'm telling you, the thing is, that always felt weird. Like, shoes being like, you know, He's the uh, one who Leanne. brought her oh, in. I, I know, he... it just, having Cheshire show up out of nowhere as a part of the second chance, just, that's not Cheshire, and it felt weird and forced to have that there. It, it was forced, but it seemed like that's what Now, if you want to do doing. some weird kind of thing where Roy Harper comes to town and makes a big old cameo on Catwoman, that sounds badass. Catwoman and Arsenal teaming up, I'm all about it. So how about he, Ram V goes to the editors, goes to, you know, Mr. DC. Hey, listen, I want to have the second chance thing. I have Leanne. Can I bring in Cheshire? And they, well, you can do that, but you ain't doing shit with it. Then come up with, don't do it then. Come up with another character because you didn't do that much there that's going to, you could say, well, there's the building block and that, oh, oh, you were one of the straight, like you didn't get anything. And I really wanted something from that. You never Didn't you got find it. out that she was Leanne Harper and like one of those weird special issues for like you know uh, the celebration issues of something? Yeah, I, forget I believe now. It I think was. it was like for uh, for Asian culture. The Asian I think that's celebration, exactly. and that was where you found that out. But never really talked about it in any of the real Catwoman series, except for her showing up out of knowing. I want to wear a kitty cat mask. If you brought her in Cheshire into this thing, you had to have had some idea of doing. Maybe maybe the whole thing is this run ends up getting shut down. And Teeny Howard jumps in before he was going to be done because a lot of this stuff really does feel like unfinished business. And so by the end, the only thing you can really do, and it, it, just to laugh, I swear to God, when Clark hits Riggs, it's almost exact to Batman hitting Gordon. It made me laugh. And they end up, because I saw that, that's around that time of the Penguin stuff as well. So I ended up seeing that this week. But Hands up, punched him, pulls a gun, grits Selena, but this is Clayface. And you end and up, like you said. it's all on recording where Kolak is then seen on, like, you know, throughout the uh, the department and on video 
leading Selena Kyle out by gunpoint out of the police station, getting her in a car and driving away. While Kolak's like, I didn't do any of this. I don't know what you're talking about. And it's Clayface. When you have the big old reveal, and I wish I didn't show this was Clayface, this was Clayface. Like, that's no fun to me. When you put it all together and you get into the car and you realize that it is Clayface and this is all a giant, you know, usual suspect Kaiser so safe fucking situation here. I had a lot of fun with this while putting all the toys back in the toy box because that's always one of those things where you have a victory lap of your run when you're done with this thing and you've got to do that. Sometimes it's precarious. I like the way that was done here with the exception, like I said, like the Jade and Cheshire, I mean, uh, Jade and freaking uh, Shoes thing, Liam. It's a little weird. It's fine, though, but that Father Valley, completely off White character. Witch feels weird. out of nowhere. White Witch, really. you're setting at least something up for something else he's doing with the Ghost Maker. I wish you'd okay actually said that, like, you know, see this continue so people would know. Now, again, though, one of my things when it got to the end, and like I said, I don't hate this issue. I actually like it. Just a spoiler, it's going to be my book of the week. But you end up with all this where... You just had Fear State in this book and with and the whole caper being Clayface. And now we do it again. And it, it ends up like, really, this becomes Clayface as the, you know, the MacGuffin at the end to finish it. Though I do like the end because I swear to God, as they're driving away, they're heading right to that DC versus Vampires. They are vampires, sir. Look at them. I mean, they, they are laughing. Look at the chompers on them. L- look at those fangs and the red eyes. Of, holy moly. I, I kind of wish when right Clayface got in the car that, like, he didn't have this human persona look that a detective book he has. I wish he was just kind of bunched up in his big old clay form It would right be there. fun. And, and that would like be enough. Almost Swamp Thing in the Batmobile during the freaking Brave in the Mold. And that would be enough as the tell of the joke. And then you could then you get the surprise of, oh, my God. But when it's like. Actually, Clayface, but it does lessen that reveal. You're like, oh, you just you just describe your deal. And then somehow Kolak is off freezing in a pontoon boat out in the water. Because even with the way, like you're right, it's an Ocean Eleven's big old reveal to how the heist worked. It's that Kaiser Sosimum, but more with the Ocean Eleven. As it's going down and I'm seeing it happen, getting them in the car and you see all these different things, I do have that like, you know, hit kind of music showing you all the reveal moments that you have for the montage right there. Going in my head as a ring. I'm having a good time reading You see him there. It's like, you thought that that was that, but that was. Yeah, I I like that, though. That's Ram V's thing. He's been doing it all along. And then you get a a weird deal because, again, who do you have left? You have Riggs to kind of be there like, I'm the only asshole that's left here. I mean, here we are. We're going to be. And he thinks of, and it's a nice little deal at the end, like, I wonder what she's doing. I hope that she finds the millionaires or sis, like, all that, whatever. It's I'm okay, like, and he's I'm looking at the picture This becomes Hadley. like a Shawshank Redemption moment, like, I'd like to think that maybe she will not have to go find that <laughs> sister of hers. Or maybe she went and had, like, you know, ran them with some Playboy on some, you know, like, uh, coastal beach. Or maybe she's, you know, running around rooftops with some vigilante in the night. But I know one thing, I'll see her again one day. Yeah, yeah, it is like, I, I laugh too, because even when you have you have Riggs there and just the whole deal where he's looking at the picture, now I think it's like Lethal Weapon. <laughs> he's there, and I'm like, you knew Hadley for a week, look it's at this thing, picture. Because I'm you, I really just see Morgan Freeman doing this whole thing, uh, thinking I, about I what Andy frames up to after he, like, he escaped prison, like what he likes to think he's doing and where he's at and stuff like that, because that's how it feels with these, you know, imaginary things that he thinks that Selena Kyle is off doing and stuff like that, where you see the people that she's been with, which sucks to me because you do see like, oh, Maggie might have a flower shop in some fantasy world of rigs or something like that. But when Selena Kyle is driving in a sports car with Bruce Wayne, all I can think about is they're going to that goddamn vacation and Tom King's freaking thing. To Alfred's Alfred getting killed. killed. Yeah. Yep. That, you have see that. I'm reading his lips. He's like, we have to stop at the joke store where I get my Magnum PI makeup and get going there. And then well, they go a mustache. Snap. 
Right, the freaking neck again. Oh, that'd be, snap. It'd be great if, like, last week Alfred actually did come back. We're like, oh, no, he's getting it again. But, yeah, and also, oh, she's on the rooftops plowing. And we know what that means there. Plowing. Plowing, huh? I meant to, I meant to say plowing. Yeah, yeah, plowing. But gotcha. I was right, plowing. I was right on. Ah, uh, yeah. And then we're going to go off to, like I said, Teeny Howard's run. And that seems to be separated from Batman as well. Uh, with that deal, and it's going to be more of Selena, you know, high society type things of mingling and stuff. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm not a huge Teeny Howard fan, not but I'm really looking familiar. forward to something new and, and to see what they have going on. And glad that the book's continuing because I like having a Catwoman book. And uh, yeah, we're going to do that. But yeah, at the end, it's basically I might see her again. Boom, we have next the bats out of town, so the cat's here to play her. Should say, I mean, seriously, I know that the deal, but should say next, Teeny Howard's debut, and, and just get everybody at least on the, the same page and get excited. But with that, what would you give it? I like the art in this whole thing, and I like the way that we set up this whole finale for Ram V's run while reminding everybody what has come before, how we're going to like, you know, pick things up and put them away here, and Colette getting his just desserts at the end. I had a good time with that. The biggest problem was Father Valley showing up and nobody giving a dick about it. Eight out of ten. Yeah, I got seven five. 7.5 uh, out of 10. And like I said, if your biggest thing that you want Selena to is stop or do something before leaving Alleytown and it's that Kolak gets sent on the boat duty. Fuck that guy. That just makes me think that you did nothing this whole run. But Or did she did. take care of everything except well, for Kolak? Kolak. I mean, seriously, that one guy uh, that, you know, he was a bad cop, but that he helped her at one shoes. point, too. He, she, he did help a bit, too, as one point, as being that, like, undercover. He knew what it was like. But the poor guy, you know, he's, he's on just the doing his thing. And, and next, she's like, okay, now my next caper is, oh, no, I don't want to do this in Gotham City proper GCPD because I'd have to get everybody on boat duty. You'd see all of them out there. They're all fishing and shit. They're loving it because everybody's on the take. But with that, we're going to move to the last book of the night, Eric. And what is that? Wonder Woman Evolution number two, written by Stephanie Phillips with art by Mike Hawthorne, Adriana De Benedetto, Jordi Belair, and Tom Napolitano. After Wonder Woman was teleported away at the end of the last issue, she finds herself in Themyscira. But for some damn reason, no one is there but Steve Trevor, who wants our princess dead. But this is all some ruse by some cosmic judges that want to test Diana to prove humanity's worth for some damn reason, and for the most part, we get another issue that doesn't really mean a damn. Oh my god. Uh, the funny thing is, is I had said to you at one point, we might do this, we might not, and I was just thinking we weren't gonna, and you ended up reading it, and so I felt bad, and even so, we, we didn't have a lot of issues this week, so I'm like, okay, well, let me try to read it quick, I'll let you know if I need a little extra time. Five minutes later, maybe less, I was done, because nothing happens in this book except me wondering who is this person here in this because this art the evolution makes the evolution <laughs> when she's there on that like second page saying am i seeing things i want to know what the hell i'm saying that is the ugliest looking thing i've ever it doesn't even look human right there as wonder woman it looks wacky Poor diana i mean look at her there I don't even know what this angle is. I, it's a bad that, angle. Everybody's it's got really bad angles. Bad. Everybody has. But but even when you end up having her end up like, oh, my God, is this the Elysium Fields here? Yeah, we talked oh about God. this before. I am not a fan of the art Ooh. because it makes Diana look like Rocky Balboa. Yeah, it looks I'm not like about Rocky. that. Ends up in the Elysium. Uh, uh, yo, kid, what, what you doing? Uh, hey, yo, yo, it seems like I'm home here. Keep up. 
Hey, hey uh, if we can get along and then you could get along. I'm waiting for some broccoli. We'll, we'll probably get it. If you, but this whole deal of show us what you got, Cosmic Judges, it already seems so cliche. We haven't really even well, gotten to it. But you don't get con- anything. That's why the series felt so weird to me when it was announced because we have Diana proving humanity's worth to Cosmic Judges. I'm like, that's what we did at the end of Death Metal. Yeah. That's, that's exactly, exactly the what ending we did. to Death Metal. You know what she did? She proved her worth, saved the multiverse, and she ascended to become a higher being. Even Why when are you we said Cosmic Judges, you're like, here we go. And so you end up, hey, what's going on? And she's running around here, and then she finds a deserted Themyscira. And again, well, this she's is. She's led there by a young version of herself. She goes there, and there's nobody around, except for Steve Trevor taking pop shots at her at fucking nowhere, where she's just, you know, Doing some bracer action, bang clanging. Steve, what's wrong with you? You mind controlled. Where is everybody? No more of this. You're not Steve Trevor. This isn't my home because you know what? <laughs> I graffitoed this goddamn statue when I was a girl. Seriously? That graffiti's not there no more. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is like having You this... are right, Diana. This is not your home. That was your test. A facsimile. This was a test. I'm like, what test? Th- that I, mean, I can see? Really? That I remember something I did? This would be the test, like, all of a sudden... The cosmic judges are going to test me. And earlier in my life, I wrote Eric plus Jim forever in the cement. It's not there. Oh, my. No, the idea that Steve Trevor looks wacko again, the whole thing. But he's taking pop shots, as you said, at her has superpowers. That doesn't oh, mean yeah. much to and her. It has super strength as well. No graffiti. Oh, my God. I must be somewhere else. At the, no, you are what? right, princess. You are a little behind the eight ball here. You should you have realized half before. You are half human, half God. Do you have a place in this world? Isn't it weird that you do not have a place in this world? Proof humanity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you? When she said it's not here, I thought she put the lasso down. <laughs> this is the thing. Like They end up where she's like, oh, my God, my graffiti isn't here. Uh, this must be somewhere else. And then the judge is like, you failed. You didn't realize that you were following a younger version of you to a empty Themyscira where Steve Trevor is shooting you. You're an idiot. Get back to Earth. All this is, again, like last issue. Hey, Superman, you want to go sit on you know, Everest and look and talk about people who ended up climbing? All right, let's do that. Man, let's meander. Humanity's all about being cool, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, these humans. And now hey. that she has passed the Themyscarin test, she then shatters that reality. And then for some reason, the cosmic judges who wants her to, you know, be the, the avatar of humanity to prove its worth have to redress her into new armor. Yeah. Why isn't this seven issues, Eric? And this is an eight issue. We can't go with the hyper time, though it does no. seem like you can play that game anyway. But again, we've had t- we're a qu- quarter of the way done right now. We haven't really done any story yet. No, that's my point. You end up starting this and this was going to, you know, I hoped to be my Wonder Woman book that I can get involved, have some fun with it. Even the idea, it does seem wonky. It seems like a rehash to Cosmic Judges. You know, it's pretty much show well, us what so you got. It's so funny, too, because our, our our cliffhanger to this whole thing is her being surrounded by these gigantic cosmic beings and stuff like that. And they say here, where you will stand trial for all humanity. I'm like, oh, is this the trial of the Amazon? Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them there. You're like, really? And now she's going to – it's going to be like, you know – World War, you know, planet Wonder Woman now in this big fight and to try to prove humanity's worth. But 
But right now we're just dicking around. I don't even know how That's bad this is. trial is going to be. And so with all that, but it, it does spell out they're going to have some combats and they're going to go through trials again. Well, you're just, just going to mimic just, Wonder Woman's trials again. Exactly. That's all I imagine cosmically with weird reality bending jibba jabba. Yeah, jibba jabba. That's all. I don't need no jibba jabba. That's going to take the majority of the issue to finally get to the point. So at this point, in two issues, in something that can do whatever it wants, it seems you're having to like. like how have you ever read two issues that had less than this, you know, overall in a story? Because I don't think I have. This well, is even so... when we had this, like we don't have we don't have anything here. Like last issue, there was barely anything. This issue, there's barely anything. But even when you have the cosmic judges show up and we get the story fucking rolling, the idea that you are the judge, like you know, you're going to be judged for humanity. When they sort of where we are does not have a name, not in the way you could understand. It is the place where universes meet. I'm like, the bleed? Are, are, are we in the bleed? Because that's the place where it separates universes. What are you talking about? You also are dead now again. A kind of neutral space, I think you would call it. I'm like, I would not call it that. Where the fuck yeah, are you? Yeah, I love that. Where are we? Are, they're, they're speaking to her as we can see, you know, what you would think in English. Like, at least the language she understands. You can give us a little, like, the idea, you don't have a word for, well, make up something. Tell, Tell me, me where like, we explain are. explain it. And then the, you wouldn't understand. This is a woman who just came back from being in death metal. ascended being. Ascended being in the sphere of the gods, ends up, you know, making a I'm satyr not be, be sexy. Tell me where we're at. Yeah, she is the one person who probably knows what they're talking about. And then they're, no! Bitch, in my own book... <laughs> I was freaking in the fifth dimension, the exactly. Phantom Zone freaking, I've been everywhere. Just tell me where I'm the hell we are. I'm part of the Justice League. I ascended, like, give me a hint. Like, Fear the Gods is my I love this idea that that is basically the idea of, oh my god, it's so important and mystical. It's cosmic. No. They, they go with it. And, and then the idea where you're going to have Wonder Woman, like, you're part human, part god. Like, yeah, we, we know this. And you're protect. Like, why did they pick her or whatever? And then in this deal, I mean, look at that baby, too. Look at look at those eyes. Those are crazy-ass eyes there. But you have the spread page. That <laughs> look at is, that baby look at, with crazy-ass eyes. Do you, do you see it? That's a doll, Eric. That looks like one of those, like, what's what's the Annabelle? That nonsense. I don't even know what that is. So I, stop I know what it references. is. It, it's gonna, this thing is going to go, and it's going to start head spinning and shit. That's crazy. It's a Tina doll. It's a Chucky. Look at that thing. And then, you know, you're going to get, oh, look, Jumper. Oh my goodness! This is no, this is nothing. <laughs> there's nothing here. It's no, so. There's not. It's so. Then, you, then you get a Justice League, and I'm like, "What was this Justice League? Let me see. Okay, whatever." And then she crashes through the whatever, and hey, the cosmic Reality. judges, yeah, and like I, the neutral I zone. She crashes through, and you can kind of see through that where she crashes, and then lands, and they're like, "We do not have a name for it." I want her to get up and say, "Not this shit again." I thought I was done with this nonsense. I just want to go and bury a sword for Siggy. Where's Dead Man? Why, why isn't he showing up eating a sandwich the or something? The across the multiverse continues from Wonder Woman's own series to Wonder Woman Evolution. <laughs> but here it means even less. Uh, Wonder Woman de-evolution. Next is uh, Divine Intervention, it says, Eric. And, uh, Wonder Woman rehash number two. Yeah, really. I mean, this this issue... And the last one, like, what story have you gotten so far? You got, like, three pages well, of Well, even story. when they try to connect the idea when you had her going up against a, a super powerful silver swan who has this new nanite technology going on that's boosting her up, 
when she's fighting this Steve Trevor of the mind in this weird, you know, fake reality that she's, you know, being tr- like, you know, tested him. He has super strength. What is it about, well, you know, Vanessa and now Steve? Is there a connection? I'm like, no, no. And, and so that the test is, hey, you think she's going to figure out that this is a dupe? I swear they're sitting there like, well, she didn't pass the first one. Her little self running. Uh, Steve, like, really? Graffiti? That's what did it? I remember once when I wrote Craig something face here. Just got a like statue. somebody didn't change that over the years. They even say like, why would that? It's like Edith Joe's is on the Statue of Liberty. We can't get rid of that. That guy put that on the, you know, the Liberty Bell. It has to Maybe stay. Maybe with Fame's knowledge of architecture, she could have gone and fixed yeah, that. Yeah, really, and probably bitched and moaned the whole time. Really, so somehow Man's World was responsible. She'd be shaking her fist. Holy moly, this this is not good. But here's the weird thing, and we're having fun, and I'm getting riled up a bit, but you're riling me up here. But with that, it's so much nothing that it, it's not like I'm sitting there, the worst book ever, or the best. This is a book that when we get done tonight, I will forget within two hours of ever reading it and not really even care about it until the next time it pops up. It's just a nothing book, and that might be the worst of the worst. We talked about it at one point. You know, when we remember the Dan Abnett 7, that, that oh, used yeah. to be our deal because it was like, well, it, it's good enough to, you know, read it and not get mad, but it's not doing it's not doing anything. It's a solid, okay book. Yeah, this is now the, uh, no 7 here for me, though, but it is really just, you know, just a, a book. The art's wonky. It's a waste of time. It is. It really is. And I don't understand why when you want to give somebody another version of wonder woman when you're doing some big stuff or at least trying to in the regular run heading to the and trial the thing is, of the as far amazon as i'm concerned this is still a part of main continuity where they want to evolve wonder woman to be the next phase in her like you know step as a character this is supposed to be a book to do that i don't see it happening because you've taken two issues and done nothing i think all it is is to reaffirm that she is there to protect humanity but we didn't need I, I that. Spent yeah, a year that's what I'm saying. We that. didn't need that. We already had her do really big things. Now we're just going to go through this and have some fun. I guess they're trying we'll just get to get beyond death metal. Maybe I wish cosmic judges, but yeah, uh, I I just it, it's I can't say it enough. And nobody's even really reviewing it. It's not anything that is wowing anybody. For but... the most part, the art is good, except for Diana's face because that's a big old problem. Where she looks like Rocky Balboa. But for the most part, the the colors and the art, I like the way this book looks, except for Diana's face. So. You got that at least, but it's a nothing of a story, and I'm going to give it a four out of ten. Yeah, I'm going to go four point five just to be a little more positive, Eric. But okay, yeah, just it, no it's real a, reason. No, that's the score that popped in my head when I was reading this. Okay, um, but with that, you, you have somebody giving it a nine uh, on the roundup and saying that it's one of the best metaphysical stories, and that Phillips has a great handle on the character. How can you tell well, it's that? Only because that reviewer didn't read Death Note. Yeah, well, uh, I know that reviewer did, but uh, it, with that, I think that reviewer just, you know, just wants to be positive for positive sake, but. So we play here. We don't fake no funk, Eric. Uh-uh. We don't fake no funk. What's your book of the week? My book of the week is Catwoman. That is mine. I don't know the number. Catwoman 38, I believe it was. And that was mine, too. And again, I liked Ram V's run enough. It just felt very incomplete all around. And it's a shame that you end up getting caught up in that fear state near the end and was doing a bunch of the put the you know pieces and the toys back in the toy box during yeah. that. It would have been nice if he had a couple more issues to tie some things up, but at least Kolak got his. He's on that boat. It could be hilarious if we see him like a year from now in that boat somehow. I just think that what he's now on the front lines of allowing all the drug trade to come in. 
You know, that's what he's going to do. He's now right there. He could just put she it in that pontoon boat. Boats is coming now. Next thing we see him, he's on one of those, you know, big fan boats that they have down in the bayou. Right? He's doing those things and he's running I just imagine drugs. it's going to be some weird thing where he just gets really pissed off about his lot in life now because of the mistakes he's made him being called out for. He becomes a new Gotham villain. That would I be am funny. Kyren, the ferryman. That would be funny. I actually think in that character and the way that I took him, I think one of the worst things wouldn't be to put him in that boat. It would have been to make him just a regular walk the street beat cop because he liked to wear them. You know, fancy Hawaiian shirts well, and stuff, right? And and so I would have thought that making him have a real uniform regular Hawaiian shirt, yeah, asshole. yeah, that's a, I would I would have put him in uniform and had him like walking like you know bum town. I just imagine he just go and extort shops. Problem, I think he's still gonna do shit on that boat. I don't think he learned his lesson. He's now just pissed. Who knows? But next pissed week we have a lot of books. Next week this is gonna be crazy because me and you have a crazy schedule too next week. So. We'll be doing a bunch of these uh, books. Two of these will be a Patreon-only pick by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. A bunch of weirdos. Those are Dash O's. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, yes, it's working out. Eric, it's working out. We got Action Comics number 1038. Me and you are liking this Mongol story a little more than we had the stuff leading up to it, I think. And I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. And I hope that more people may get involved because that book isn't selling well. But it is doing something, so I, I'm down with that. Aquaman, Green Arrow, Deep Target, number three. Oh, boy, yeah. hyper time it is. H- how about this? Eh? The, the solicit for the last issue uh, gives the idea that, like your mom said, don't trust a dinosaur man. That's what it said in the solicit. I'm like, really? Mom was weird. Like, Thanks a lot, Mom. <laughs> That's your biggest advice? I think I can figure that out myself. I saw that sitcom, Dinosaurs. Those things are freaks. Aquaman, The Becoming, number four. Something that you've been enjoying a I lot. I enjoy that, yeah. And that is leading to the Aquaman book. Uh, so that's cool. Big deal. DC versus Vampires, number three. And we talked about this. Oh, boy. In I can't wait for that. I didn't like the first issue as much. We ended up talking about the second issue. I liked it more. Somehow, somewhere, since then, I'm really hyped to get to this issue number three. I don't know what it is or what. But I guess that second issue really did end up like getting the fun for me, and I want to go forward with that. So I am looking forward to that. Deathstroke. How Inc. Jordan killed Barry Allen? Yeah, Jim? yeah. I, I'm telling you, for some reason, I'm more I'd say hyped Zan, now. But nobody gave a shit about that. Oh, no. Deathstroke Inc. Number four, we have, and that you ended up having, you know, Libra. That whole deal at the end. We'll have to see what that's going on. But also the idea, if you remember, I believe Deathstroke was about to kill Black Canary and the yep. cliffhanger. I don't, like. I don't think I don't he's think going happen. to, but that's cool. And that book elevated a bit itself as well. So With that's the idea of tying Libra in there and everything going on with that. I can't wait to see that. Read that book now. Yeah. Detective Comics number 1046 going into that big story. That's, you know, the. Wasn't the that whole, just canceled? Uh, no. Detective Comics? Uh. No. Or that story. We're going to be dealing with a weekly book for a while uh, coming up. So, Very weekly. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be the whole tower. Gotham Tower, you mentioned earlier. Arkham Tower. Yeah, Arkham Tower. It's nonsense. I, I don't think it's going to go well. That's just me. No. I don't know why. I just don't think it's going to go well, Aaron. Uh, but will it go badly because of the, the ghosts? Say, I don't think it's going to go well. I'm like, I don't know if it's even going to be entertaining. Well, I didn't, uh, that's what I meant. Uh, Harley Quinn number 10. Seemed like we haven't had Harley Quinn in a while. And we had that, that I feel Fear like we just State had it. deal. Well, we had the Fear State deal, but 
when I'm thinking about what we were dealing with besides that, I'm like, I don't know. We don't seem to get that a lot. Justice League number 70. Oh, my. I, <sighs> I what are we dealing with in Justice League? Oh, is this, does this possibly is. start the... No, I think that we get the... the uh, coming up, we're going to have that crossover whatever he calls it. That's the thing it. is, I think we're still doing stupid checkmate and like, you know, that Leviathan 2.0 nonsense. Seriously. Robin number nine, looking forward to that. That's a good Me book. Well. Um, Shadow Wars coming, Jim. Task Force Z number three, continuing Ooh. to go hand in hand zombies. with the, the vampires and the zombies. Next to you never the wolf get the Wolfman. I'll be down with it, right? DC versus Wolfman. That'd be the awesome thing. It's and the the follow up to DC versus Vampires. DC versus Wolfman. Yeah, seriously, if you don't get Marv to write that, you've done something the wrong. Wolfman. The Wolfman, Eric. We got it going on. Uh, Teen Titans Academy number ten. As they continue to like shove those out after a bunch Bi-weekly of delays. Book now. Yeah, it is. Very by. Oh, that didn't come out right. <laughs> It sounded hateful. Oh my goodness! The Flash number seven 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 is is that the number of the angels seven seven seven? Actually, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is too. And the funny it's a thing, number. The, the funny thing is, I heard that as a kid, and now I I started thinking, is that real? Because I is this real life? I, a lot of <laughs> things that I heard as a kid, they weren't real. People lied to me, and I was gullible. But that's it for that. And I'm looking forward to that. Flash I really book. hope the Flash book picks up on some real hardcore Eclipso, Glaive, you know, freaking Starbreaker stuff. And isn't a goddamn gimmick. Yeah, I'm with you. And I ended up talking a little to Jeremy Adams about the Flash deal and whatnot. And I am rooting for him in that book because I think when he does end up telling a story, we really like it. It kind of got a little, you know, off track. And I, I just I hope that the gimmicky part of that one issue and the applause that it got and the accolades doesn't end up skewing what we get later and, and have more of that. Because I, you have Wally West, you have the kids, you have you have a lot there that you can deal with and a lot of fun. And I hope we get to that, though, I believe that we have some like uh, gem world stuff and amethyst. So I know that you oh, love that. That's the thing is that is where we ended the last issue with the justice league dark in gem world with Dr. Fate and Wally West. So we'll see how that goes, Eric, but maybe, maybe it'll be oh, good. Just like dark. I, maybe I can deal with some yeah, gem. Maybe it'll be while. pretty cool uh, and see how that goes. Maybe we'll get more of the kids. I want more. And I, I know I saw people like, Oh man, it's so great. The family and stuff like that, but I need more. Like, I could go with an issue where they are just having family time and maybe training or something like that to really get an idea of where both of the kids are and, and all that stuff going on. I want a day in the life of Wally well, West that's what being I'm kind home of saying. on a Saturday watching the kids and, like, Linda has to go out and do stuff and this, the, the nonsense that goes on around the house. Yeah, it would be pretty fun. And, like, the idea that they get in all sorts of trouble, but then they have to use their flash powers Like, Iris got the speed force. Jay has nothing, but somehow Jay's the biggest troublemaker. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, Shit goes wrong, and then at the last second, they have to clean up real quick, and Linda comes in. Hey, how was it? Anything happened? Nah, pretty boring. Like one of those. Pretty cool. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that is. Jay gets knocked out, has a concussion. They have to weaken at Bernie's ass while Linda's around. That'd be hilarious. And then when he wakes up, <laughs> he's got Speed Force powers, Eric. Somehow they're oh not got God, it. Oh, my God, back. Yes. I'd like that. Uh, I've unlocked my brain and the speed hey, force. I'd go with just one where they end up doing something to get powers. It's something around those ways. Yeah, but speed force storm, right? That works all the time. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what. A little too well. We'll see. We'll see what issues get picked for the whole deal. I, I'm just going to say it's going to be DC versus Vampires and Task Force Z. Those things right. really go well together. 
It's like peanut butter and mayonnaise. Huh? So that is it with all that. My one buddy, when I got to college, the guy that was from West Virginia and kind of went around. He was like, you know, Mr. Ringmaster. He got everybody involved in things. That, He's in the circus? First, yeah, kind of. His life was a circus at the one point. But he ended up coming in. The first thing Gosh. that he said is like, hey, where are you from? I said, oh, I'm from outside Philadelphia. He's like, get your ass down here to my room. We're drinking. And that was where, again, yeah. I hadn't drank. I'm like, whatever. And we get in there. And it, it, these dorm rooms weren't real big at West Virginia, but you ended up where all these people were in and almost everybody was eating peanut butter, mayonnaise and pickle sandwiches. Right. So they're and I'm like, <sighs> I thought to myself, I've never I've never drank in my life. Right. I've never had I was allergic to hops at one point, Eric. But yeah, you were so scared I'm of sitting boy, there and I'm like, OK, this is a big moment in my life of peer pressure. And I thought <laughs> and, I, and I thought to myself. There's no way I'm eating that sandwich. I grabbed the beer. It was over. I got so drunk that night. We ended up going out. But I, you didn't get sick, oh, right? I had no. I got real sick, but I Aww. not on that sandwich. No, what I got sick on was later. Peer pressure continued, Eric. When I got when we got back, and then people wanted me to to chewing tobacco, and I'm like, hey, whatever. I mean, I'm telling you, if there would have been some funny business going on, sandwich. I would have been up to anything that night. I, I was college. I was having a ball. It was one of it's so crazy. You had a ball. That was my yeah. It was Sunday night, the day before classes started, and that might have been maybe the best night of my entire life because it was just I I ended up doing things that night. I'm not proud of America. No, I'm just. It was like one of those things. Like it was a relief. Had a good time. It was a relief to just kind of not be have a stick up my ass that I usually had. Since then, I the stick came back, but. Boy, that was some fun times, and and I just remember that sandwich, and everybody were they were eating them. I, I just I didn't get. Also, we were playing Blades of Steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. The most amazing you, NES it was hockey the game greatest, there is. And double dribble. It was like a double deal where we were go. It was the greatest night of my life. It was so great. Uh, and plus, I didn't have to deal with my mom and dad. That was great too. So and you had that, that little you know spaceship game in between the periods. Yeah. Oh yeah. We had. Uh, it I was, love Blades it was of Steel. So fun. Yeah, I met my my man Eki. A lot of friends through my whole time at college. I met that night, and it was so fun. Through it was such booze, a great and thing. Yet you refused to drink with me. This is nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did. Didn't I drink when Mark Jager came? I don't think you did. No, I don't think I did. But that's you know those days. But I had enough for the both of us. Yeah, you started. The best was it, it, people. Mark Jager came and, and visited us to meet us and stuff. And we went to Eric's. You know, drinking whole water and whole. And, uh, and we were waiting for Mark, and Eric went in ahead of time. Him and Mark were both in the bar, and Eric's just slamming them down. They knew what Mark looked like. He didn't know what you look like. So, ah, uh, yes, but that's it. So, yeah, back to the idea. I think it will be DC Vampires and Task Force Z. The Wolfman. And the Wolfman. Maybe the Draculas with that whole deal. What happened if the ending Action is. Comics and the Flash. You that's think what I'm that. What happened if at the end of the DC versus Vampires, the villain is Dracula? W- would you laugh? Why would I laugh at the Prince of Darkness? That's true. I guess you wouldn't laugh at him. And then the person who is the hero of the story, Satan. Eric, it's all going back to Dan Jurgen's story. Where's it wasn't Tim Satan. It was Blaze. That's true. All right. But that's it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. Becoming a weirdo. Dash O, Eric. And all that being a member of the Get Fresh Crew. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Maybe next week I'll go through the rules and what that what you get. Please, from, tell I, me the rules. the rules. But also give you the benefits of being in the Get Fresh crew as a weirdo dash of 
Eric. That it, see, there's the the whoop whoop. I'm starting something stupid. That uh, one of the benefits is you actually get to read comics and, and be sensible about them and realize you don't have to love everything. That is, isn't that a benefit? Eric? Is that Not for most? How dare you? You don't. You can look at yourself in the mirror the next day, though. I don't suggest it. How dare there you? There you go. You look See? like the image maker. Yeah, I'll, I'll end up. I'll have some rules. I'll have some rules, Eric. All right, but that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Chisanga and Luis for writing in. And if you want Thank to email you. us in, email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Also, go to our Twitter at weirdsciencedc. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, for written reviews of most of the books each and every week. And then go to our Patreon, patreon.com. Slash Weird Science, where you get plenty of more shows, including that spotlight show each week with two books picked by the weirdos, badasses, get fresh crew. Beep, boop. Eric, what do we say at the end? Everybody have a great week. Week. Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. You are all weirdos. Weird Science is the revolution. Weird Science is the revolution. Weird Science is the revolution.